baby bulldogs or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I could talk baby about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could talk You're like about writing it. it down. Taking yeah, notes. I was like, <laughs> I can, I can like puppies, like it's too short. Like, let's get this up. Surprise, here's get. a puppy. Fuck, oh my God. That fucking baby bulldog. Also oh here. my God. That's I swear to God, that'd be it. <laughs> Just leave me alone to ugly cry for like six days. Yeah, big facts. <laughs> ugly cry. Yeah, dude, baby little That's, bulldog. I didn't know that was a real face. thing girls did until like my daughter like got like yeah. a little chihuahua puppy and she was in love with it. Yeah. And she starts crying. It's like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? She's like, I'm okay. And like, just like, you're I'm choking him. Great. Chill. Like, let go of the fucking dog. Hella That's stressful. Uncomfortable. Watching yeah. kids grab puppies and kittens dude, and shit. Dude, fucking, because like, there was oh like God. head, like claw, fucking like. Dude, you're gonna break uh, his fucking neck. Yeah, for real. It's like the yeah. ice cream Do- cone at fucking McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking, fucking grab that side. Yeah. Like, holy shit. This dog is light. Dogs, dogs stress me out when babies go to them, but cats, I just, <sighs> I'm like, yes, because cats are fucking assholes. Oh, I hate cats. And they're only gonna give you like a couple swats. And when a baby like starts to grab a cat, I'm like, fuck yeah, this baby's about to get attacked. Not killed. Just a couple swats. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like a little pause. I like, hate cats with a passion. You hate cats? Yeah, you I, hate cats? So, I don't hate them, but like, I've met some fucked up cats. You know right, what I'm right. saying? And like, some of my best <laughs> homies is cats. About to go there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I have to go down tight. a dark road like, yo, I met some fucked up cats. <laughs> did, did I send you that Snapchat? A fucking one roommates are out of town? I pulled a gun on my uh, roommate's cat. Completely. Sir? I thought someone was breaking Sir? into our house. I Are swear to God. Okay? okay, hold on. Before we go, I just want you to know that I am recording oh, now. I, so. No, no. He, he, knows. he knows. He knows the story. Well, he knows the story. The cat or the, your roommate? My roommate knows the story. I told him about it. You like so, had the gun. The cat wasn't looking and you were just like, turn dude, around. You're like, oh. so. Oh, yeah. What's right. up? Mr. Whiskers, you're so, good? You good? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, sit back. Relax. I am podcast poppy. And you are tuned into a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis, starting right now. Send it. This is just, this is per huge, huh? You're, about, you're kicking in the famous here. I'm living the fast life. <laughs> She's like, I actually got a three o'clock too. So. Yeah, for real. I had to squeeze you in for this one tonight. I got autographs to sign and shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, three, two, one, we're live. We have Eddie Rodriguez, the one and only, Till the Veins Runs Dry, and our special guest, Autumn Norton. Right. How how you guys doing? Excellent. Exhausted, but three Red Bulls later, I'm living. That's I'm not going to put it in, but I might do like a clip at the beginning, but I wish people could have heard what just happened in the last seven minutes. They can't oh, hear yeah. that. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's real. cool. I got plenty more crazy shit yeah. going <laughs> on in my head. Kids. Sad parts about yeah. <laughs> kids, cats, and Kids, cats, and guns, dude. Oh, what the fuck? All the sad stuff. Get that out of there. Oh, for real. Kids, cats, and guns? Kids, cats, and guns. Yeah, America. that's where it went. Yeah. So yeah, who, yeah. God knows where this podcast will go. But we have Autumn Norton, new to the podcast, a.k.a. The Natural. That's right. Why the natural? It's I'm just so fucking beautiful. Na- that's why. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm just this I'm chick beats, <laughs> beats the bricks off bitches <laughs> on the reg. She's like beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Hair flip? Or was it you or Lowe's who's just like, I'm called the natural because I don't shave? No, I, I, put, I, I put on my okay. Twitter. I put on my Twitter. <laughs> Shut 
<laughs> no, listen. I put on my Twitter. I was like, I people call me the natural because I don't wear deodorant, and it blew up on Twitter. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn. I did that to myself. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Norton's got a hairy ass. <laughs> Big facts. No wax. You gotta, you just, natural. You got, it's natural. You, you know? gotta eight mile yourself sometimes. Dude. Yeah, you can yeah. Tell the jokes out of the way. It's funny. You, you get someone in like a shit. leg lock. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I get all prickly tap, tap, before, tap, tap, but yeah. So right now you're uh, you're. <laughs> This is this is triangle chokes like tr- scratching the back oh, of their neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she actually yeah. suffocated. The grip wasn't that tight, but she suffocated. But yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, couple minutes in. So you are you are a pro as pro. of not too long ago. Mm-hmm. One and one. That's right. <clears throat> Amateur six and two. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So how long have you been pro? Uh, about a year now. Is that like the dopest thing that anyone asks you, or just the dopest thing to say? You're a fucking pro fighter. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, I guess I never thought about it, I guess. That's I pretty mean, badass. It's just always been a goal of mine, so... Right, right. I was like, fuck it. Let's fucking do, it. do the damn thing. And you rocked the uh, featherweight, correct? Uh, I've had one fight at fe- featherweight and one fight at bantamweight, but so bantamweight is pretty much my... That's where I'm at. So what's bantamweight? 135. Isn't bantam like a small chicken? I'm not sure. I'm you almost positive. No idea. I'm pretty sure a bantam is like a small, hella aggressive chicken. That's me. Then. <laughs> I mean, I can identify that. I I don't <laughs> know why that just popped up in my head right now, but I'm gonna fucking Google a bantam right now, and I'm almost positive a bantam is a. As long as I've been watching fights, I've never. <laughs> what ever... is it? Shut up, oh dude. shit! A bantam is a chicken of a small breed, the male mm. of which is noted for its aggression. Ah. Short for bantamweight. I'm just a small so. male chicken. Damn, look <laughs> at here, you. Out here pecking bitches heads You can off. be in it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So bant, what, what weight is that though? 135. 135. And then what's featherweight? 145. 145? Mm-hmm. And you fought one at one, you fought one at featherweight and one at bantamweight? Mm-hmm. Which one do you like better? <clears throat> um, I like how I feel better at 135 mm-hmm. uh, as long as I have enough time to cut the weight. And at 145, I could take that on the short notice fights. So it's just, right. you know. You two weeks, to you know, like whatever. I don't got to cut shit. I'm yeah. in shape, whatever. You're kind of a big deal in Nevada, yeah? You're like six. I believe so. I'm pretty sure that you are ranked six. Don't do this to me. I'm going to do it. <laughs> You're going to have to take okay. that beanie off because that my head's going to be real big. By I the don't. Time. I'm bald. I don't want to take this off right now. Okay. I'm sorry. What? It's going to get yeah. real weird in here. You're bald? No, I'm just kidding. Fighting has taken a toll. <laughs> yeah, Fighting has taken a toll. Uh, I'm playing. I'm playing. Like the male balding, too? Just like a whole The circle? I got like the old that man That shit cut. is hot. Straight <laughs> extensions. Um, uh, yeah, you're, you're ranked sixth in Nevada and 137th in the nation. Shit. That's pretty dope. I need that number one spot, though, you feel? Yeah, number one spot, yeah. but you're still early on in the game, right? You're still green. <sighs> yeah, but... I, that's just no excuse. I you're impatient. Spot. You're impatient. Not, you're impatient. I get it. I get it. That's still that's still pretty dope. But before I go into any fighting, um, you've been uh, you've been beating bitches up your whole life, haven't you? Uh, a little bit here and there. I dabble a little bit. Come on, <laughs> don't do, hey, don't treat me like the other interviews because they were like, yo, so you've been into fighting for a while, and you're like, oh, you know, from here and there. But see, I no. read, I read between the lines. So the first thing she says, she goes, oh yeah, I bounce at a fucking Latina nightclub. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. She's about to admit like five felony assault charges right now, but just go ahead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what on God's green earth would bring you to a Latina nightclub as a female? Have you seen them? Have you I'm seen them? Yeah, like, <laughs> do you know what Latinas look like, homeboy? Oh like, come on. Do you have eyes? That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That makes sense, actually. That actually makes sense. Because I forgot that all three of us play with Taco Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? We all play with the Taco Tuesday. This makes way more sense. Oh, 
Like, flirting and then vi- like violently, like sexually threatening a human being before you kick him out. I, I get what you're doing. I get what you're doing. <laughs> which which uh, nightclub is it? Is it Millennium? Hefe's mm-hmm. in the oh, casino. Yeah, in El Dorado. <clears throat> Isn't that what the, they have? A uh, they have like two dancers sometimes. Yeah, two go-go dancers. I've been in there. Yeah. I don't remember a ton of it. But yeah, no one does. It's like a whole different mm. world of than that. Yeah. God, yeah, yeah. I feel like right when you walk, like after admission, I'm like, I feel it's way the, more blacked <laughs> out. Yo, it's, it's, oh, the, right, it's yeah. the best club in Reno, like no doubt for sure. Right, very small. Yeah, but compact. You know, it's it got a big dance floor and it's it's fun. It's just a fun fun ass vibe. People get crazy sometimes, sometimes, it's but fun. it's the funnest club in Reno. Like, yeah, yeah. And I get to be there sober and just watch everyone like do their thing. And You've gone. I've been there twice, like partying, and I've been there once sober. And right. then once I went there sober, like eye opener. It's fucking for rough, sure. It's dude, a whole different world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is fucking gross. I've never, I don't think, I don't think this, this guy fucking never bounced sober anyway, so yeah, he no, has no, no, no idea what a club <laughs> is like. So, Damn. No. He's like, this is what it looks like? Oh my God. No, okay, I'll That's bounce actually, at a karaoke bar, though. There wasn't grinding and finger blast in the middle of the dance floor at karaoke. That's so true. I'm going to rebuttal that statement because I will be doing karaoke. Dancing and finger banging at the same time <laughs> at West Second. <laughs> West Second, huh? West, you be getting down uh, like that at West Second? Yeah, I'm a grungy, oh, ba- I'm a grungy, right. I'm a grungy okay. bay boy. I'm You're like, a classy I, was, bitch. I like walk into West Second. Everyone's like 70 years old. I'm like, I'm gonna tear this motherfucker up. <laughs> oh, dude, it's you so wait. great. I, I, miss, I miss working there sometimes. That's actually how we initially met, Eddie and I. Was, we were bouncers yeah, right on the same block. We didn't know because we were fucked up we were all the time. Always, yeah, you were drunk as a bodyguard, or bodyguard bouncer too. I didn't get drunk a ton because I worked right after. I would periodically take shots throughout the shift. I think I've seen you there before. Probably. I was like one of the like th- one of one black people that worked there ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then if it was, it was either like it was like a patch of like fifteen black people that would come together. And the rest of the population was frat boys at Imperial. But that's where I bounced was at Imperial. Mm. So maybe you might have seen me there. Maybe. I was usually always at the front door making way too much money off of fucking drunk <laughs> people. Big ideas. It's fucking oh. great. Because I was bouncing in the city. And uh, when I came out here, I got out here in uh, like December. Yeah. And I was like, uh, or no, I was started bouncing in like early, early November. I was like, yo, it's fucking freezing outside. I was like, why aren't we starting a line? Everyone's mm. like, well. So we can bring everybody inside. I'm like, yeah, but if you leave them outside, they'll yeah. pay to get inside. We used to make hella money at Imperial. People will do anything not to wait in a line because they're oh, always yeah. in while they're in line. They're like, yo, I'll give you a hundred bucks for email homie right now. I'm like, okay. I'm oh, like, oh my God. I'm like, you're bet. a fucking idiot. Oh, big <laughs> crawls. You know? crawls. Like crawls are the best. Oh, yeah. Crawls are the best. That's money night. That's money night. Absolutely. Especially uh, the fucking zombie crawl. Because it's cold as fuck. Zombie in Santa Claus. All these skanks be out here, men and women, mm-hmm. both wearing not a damn yeah. thing, freezing. I'm cold. Yeah. Let's get in the line. And then you yeah. just like stroke dude's ego. Like, you gonna let your ladies like sit outside yeah, like for this, real. man? Like, this is <laughs> fucked up, man. Look how beautiful she is. She needs to be in there drinking. <laughs> He's like, fuck. And they're like, yeah, you're right, bro. I'm like, get in here. Get in here, man. I'm gonna let you in. They're like, thanks, man. I'm like, yeah, but 10 bucks ahead. <laughs> <laughs> But what's Yo, in the look, box? me and you, we're cool, but uh, the other guys, they're going to need about 20 each. Yeah, at Sorry. least. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, the fat bitch is 30. <laughs> Yo. Okay, I have, I have the power to edit. I have the power to edit. That's my fault. All right. That's... <laughs> I shouldn't be attacking fat people. Shame. We can't body shame. All That's right. a lot of dance floor space, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're right, but you're right. That's a lot of dance <laughs> Those heels will not last the night. <laughs> no, I'm I'm feeling more confident because I'm breaching farther and farther into dad bod uh, on a daily basis. So I feel like I'm making fun of my own people, but it's all good. <laughs> You're like, 
But anyways, I don't want to get off, I don't want to get off track. What are you? <laughs> I need it's to know. Too to, late for that, buddy. That boat sailed, man. <laughs> this is a fucking train wreck already. Man. God damn it! Um, uh, you got to tell me about bouncing at this uh, at Hefe's. Um, you got like you got you got a story. Oh, you got for sure. the I got story. Some stories. What's I got the stories. what's the what's the story? All right. There's just one time. Um, <coughs> get into the mic. Get into the mic. There you go. Yeah. I sound like a fucking twelve year old boy going through puberty. Over Jeez. The mic. I'm sorry. Yeah, lucky. Hello, is this thing on? Okay. Yeah. Freaking. <laughs> well, right. when I was belting at Hefe's. <laughs> <Apple's. laughs> yeah. Here I was at El Hefe's, the biggest nightclub in Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I post about you, it's gonna have to be like matched with picture because someone's gonna listen to the episode like. Pro fighter? I could, yeah. her. I could, I could fuck her I'm up for sorry. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, beat, I'll <laughs> yeah. beat her ass. Like, no, she just said she's only 135. I got this. So. <laughs> what, what elementary school she go to? Which one, bro? I'll slide right now. <laughs> I'll pull the fuck up right now and give I a got fuck. a fucking cat. I got a gun. I'll fuck this bitch up. I swear to God. Okay, but anyways, hit me with the story. Let's go. Stage right, is yours. All right, real quick, real quick. Uh, there was this one time, like a huge like fight broke out on the tier right in front of Hefe's. Uh, and the whole our whole squad goes out right, and El Jefe's is always the night the night capper the the last club that's open in in El Dorado. So right. all the other clubs that down are down, and then all the the Drunk security mess. officers everyone comes to us, and yeah. then all of our people come to us too. Um, once they're done working in their clubs, they come to us, and then so there's just huge freaking brawl breaks out. As, as soon as you f- like, you could feel the air changing a little bit. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like three thirty a.m. and you're like mm. you feel it like. Something's about to go yeah, down. Yeah. I feel it in here. People are just looking. There's someone in the corner looking. Just You're making s- his plot and like, I could fuck everybody up in here. <laughs> right now. And I'm just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking but about. Is your staff bro, is your staff mixed, male, female? Nah, there's only really. I was kind of the only female. There's one only other, female? but she didn't work a lot. And but um, she couldn't hang. Yeah, no. And I was okay. up in Hefe's, like the biggest club, no big deal. Out there, just fucking shit up. But. Anyways, this freaking huge uh, fight breaks out right in front of Hefe's. And I look over, and, like, my whole squad goes over. We're trying to break it out. It's just chaos, right? right. And this one kid comes up. He, like, st- stands up, and there's blood all over the front of his T-shirt. And I'm mm. not saying just, like, a little blood. This motherfucker had blood all down the front of his shirt. And it looked like he got his fucking throat slit. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this fucking guy just got his head cut off. Jesus. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? But then he, like, walks away. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just like, what the fuck no, is happening? that's the And this other guy. Oh, my God. Wait, do we know? Know where the wait? Reap the fuck? Yeah, wine. I'm serious. Like, Do we know where the blood came I, from? It might have been his nose, but was, it was there just, blood on his face? I, there was no blood on his face, none. Okay. So, but it was just literally just looked at it. it was like, Phew. I know there was a knife involved somewhere. It's fucking head Like right. we check people for that shit though. <laughs> yeah. We check people for that shit. got blades, yeah. bro. Obviously <laughs> these, these not super crazy. well. These be crazy out here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> damn. But then on the same exact moment that while homeboy's got his head cut off, there's this other, there's a super like flamboyant gay dude who's beating the shit out of this other guy, like the straight, like this. No. Yeah, like straight. Beating his ass. And I'm like, oh, and this gay guy was a regular. And I'm like, this one's got hands. Just yeah. beating the shit out of this. I'm like, oh, my God. I thought mad. I was straight till I was 22, <laughs> bitch. That is yeah. mad fucking hard. That's a, that's a thing, though. I've seen oh, a yeah. couple different fights, which Crazy. is like they pick, oh, yeah. like, they'll single, like, I saw this gay dude single. I think I want to say Tonic. And he was tonic, with the uh, shits immediately. He just, like, fucking... Fucking love Tom. Bleach blonde hair kind of pushed it back to the side for a second. He's just He's like, like, hold my purse. purse. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But he had... Rings on everything. Uh, he just did like that ghetto windmill one two three combo, yeah. and he put dude down. Uh, just like yo, crazy. Now that I think about it, gay or not, Don't he's got like a dudes. seventy fucking inch reach. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm sure that guy's he's bro, doing like, good. Bro, like 
a black dude yeah. went into office and like gay dudes got strong as fuck. Like shit just started getting weird, bro. <laughs> yeah. The motherfuckers started getting brave and strong as fuck. Like I would go out in San Bruno. I was working in the city all the time in San Francisco. And like people make fun of gay people out of here. I'm like, you really shouldn't do that. I'm like, oh, because no, yeah. I know a lot of gay people that beat the shit out of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. like, and then be pissed about their nail polish when they're <laughs> done beating our ass. So like everybody chill. <laughs> so two be people died. Yeah. One by a gay man, one by a knife. This is story is going fucking wild. Yeah, right and now. like it was just chaos the whole time. And then, I mean, that was kind of just like a regular night, but that was <laughs> regular waking at Hefe. So I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Don't Shit burp on the podcast, off, dude. <laughs> trying to speak. Disrespectful. Fucking rude. You get laid the fuck out. I know you. I know your stand-up game is shit too. She will knock you the fuck out. Oh my god. Was it like a? Is it like a? Was it like a regular thing? Did you ever mop up some females over there? Um, not really. The females like they would get like crazy, but like I don't know. It was more more so just like the guys who just I don't know, man. Guys and alcohol. Guys with egos and alcohol just don't mix well, obviously, and so. You know, it's just... Did you ever lace up a dude? Oh, for sure. Oh, no doubt. What? It was my second day there, dude. My my boy Josh. <clears throat> my boy Josh is, like, wrestling with this dude. And, like, all my coworkers are just kind of standing watching. And I'm like, what the fuck y'all doing? Y'all not going to do nothing? So I grabbed this humble shoulder. And my friend Josh was like, hey, I'm trying to get him down. I grabbed him by the shoulder. I should have, like, judo tossed this motherfucker to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I almost got in trouble for it. But my boss was like, that was so awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't even care. Fist bump? That's nice <clears throat> Yeah, he's like, all right. Can you show the rest yeah. of the guys that do that real quick? Yeah, just, what? Uh, I would quick, ask you out on a, I would ask you out on a date immediately after. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy, dude. Because I've seen, I've never seen a female bouncer in action, but I've seen female bouncers at places, and I've known some of them who who could definitely handle themselves, but um, I've never seen one get into the mix. I, I mean, it doesn't happen like too often. But the times, you know, when it did, it, it's just, you know, you just handle it and but slap you, the cuffs on someone and then it's fine. But you work out and spar <clears throat> and, and do all that stuff yeah. with men all the time. So it's not really yeah. like. It's but I'm, I'm, it's easy for me because I can really like talk to people, like talk them down. Like, it's just funny. Honestly, you just have to insult them so much that they feel stupid and then they leave. <laughs> it's like, you know what Jesus. I mean? It's like, Yo, that's it. Starting a road session with a dude who's already angry. Already <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're like, what? Uh, uh, and they just leave. And I'm that's like, that's like, what I thought. That's like <laughs> bouncing don't do one-on-one. No, but it's like a small chick. What can oh, you blacked out? Chick. You want to fight? <laughs> you pussy? Yeah. That's like, what it whoa, is. That's whoa. what it is. Yeah, that doesn't work for us. Sometimes, no. <laughs> sometimes guys love when you give them shit, you know? So it's yeah. like, it's just funny coming from like a, a female. I don't know. I guess that would disarm me. I'd probably have to like yeah. bring myself back cognitively like, like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then they just like leave off and they're still confused. Like, yeah. Oh, running no, into dude, walls I'm, and shit. Like, that's fair. Any I of my wish friends who know me know I never give up when it comes to talking shit. So I'll keep going. Going and we'll going. We'll road session for three hours straight. Oh, yeah. Sure. Until. This is my world, baby. Oh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'll take you to the dark, to the I'll dark I'll get personal, side. too. I'll start talking about how your parents couldn't afford cable as a kid and shit. Jesus like, I get, Christ, bro. Okay, hold up. Don't talk win. about cable. That's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I still don't have cable. <laughs> For real? Well, well no one does now. No, no one does now, bro. Guy, fucking get it, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> no one does now, but fucking, I mean, like, just, oh, my God. I, would, I don't know. My mature, like, since the human's always been, like, a lot more, like, just older. Like, I'd watch a lot of stand-up as a kid and shit, too, so, like, Anytime my friends were talking shit, they'd be like, and as a kid, I got picked on. So they'd be like, oh, you're chubby. I'm like, your parents hate you. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Like, yeah. Like, You'd go like, deep. Like, fifth grade. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah. That's why you ride the bus to school. And me yeah. not knowing now, like, yeah, everyone fucking does. Yeah. But I was just a shitty, like, an asshole of a kid. Right. But right. I got picked on so much. I'm just like, yo, look, I'm really chubby. I'm five foot nothing, and I can't fight. 
I'm but gonna I, make this whole classroom laugh at you right now because I can't yeah. beat your ass. But I'm gonna throw me, these words at you. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Wilson's even laughing. So you're probably I know the, I got your ass. Oh shit! See, pulling the trigger <laughs> on people, bro. You're a piece of shit, and it's all coming out now. When this was about Autumn, this podcast yeah, is about you, you think, now, bro. You think you know someone? An intervention. You apparently. think you know someone? Take that off. Take that. Yeah, fuck this. Take that fucking <laughs> yeah. brand off. The, That's, the veins have ran dry, Eddie. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Just turn your mic off, please. <laughs> we'll continue. Make eye contact. Don't look right. Uh, um, but before that, you're a correctional <clears throat> officer? Yeah. You were a cop? Not a cop. I was a correctional officer. That sounds like a cop to me. Sounds like 12. I'm sorry. I'm wearing a wire. Are you like a... Are you like, <laughs> I mean, I'm fucked anyway, so... <laughs> I got warrants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? She's no. like, subpoena. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, isn't that like a PO? <clears throat> no, it's like I work in a in a jail. At a juvenile? At a jail. Juvenile jail? No, like adult jail. Like an adult like jail? Like men and women. Gr- What's wrong with you? Jail. What's going on? You just down to... I'm a, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucked up. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. Fucking yeah. punching people through it's the fine. bars like... What's up? Listen, I can't, I'm not going to talk about the shit I did on record. COVID hit. Picture, all right, Denzel Washington, but in a jail setting. That was me. I. Right? You know what? The, the like, well, okay, wait. I was about to say, <laughs> what Denzel? No, like training day Denzel? <laughs> training day, training training day, day Denzel? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You, know? oh, you walk by a cell, you're like, what's up, sweetie? Like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <for real>. <laughs> <laughs> so which one did you no, work I'm at? Playing. What jail? It was just the county jail in my hometown in Susanville. That's right. You're from Susanville. Yeah. Some people call that bumfuck Egypt, yeah? They call it something. There's a lot of names for it. It's, a, it's out a there. Of, it's, it's, it's out there, all right. <laughs> I heard something about uh, Bakersfield. Yeah, I was born there. You were born there? Yeah. That was initially, I think the first thing that I saw, that's why I thought you became a fighter. Because no. you just got to be mad if you live in Bakersfield. <laughs> for <laughs> <Yo>. sure, dude. <laughs> You'd be mad pissed, as, dude. Just yeah. be mad as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 115 degrees. <laughs> getting as, bitch yeah, slapped just, by tumbleweeds. Ugh. Flat roads, yep. holes everywhere, cows everywhere. And the shit. biggest thing is Random like cows. Yeah, like massive church conventions, like yeah. two or three times a year. Yeah. Bakersfield is trash. I feel nauseous thinking about it. Yeah, it's moment of silence for Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. Okay, Let's go. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Fuck Bakersfield. <laughs> so, how long were you correctional officer? Uh, five years. Wildest thing as a correctional officer? Um, you ever have like a like a jail brawl? Bro, I've got I've thrown hands with like dudes before, like what? Like men, yeah. See, this is how I knew her, her other interview because she was like, I was a correctional officer. I was like, we're not going to go into that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, but uh, more of those were more so, like, about the fight coming up. Right, you know? right. They this didn't want to soundtrack with the fight coming up. But. but if I was an opponent and I was, like, watching your YouTube video and you were talking about beating the shit out of felons. In prison. In prison, as dressed as Denzel Washington. <laughs> I've been like, we should cancel this fight. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Oh, my no. arm hurts. Oh, I don't think I can do this fight. Yeah. Just hit me with a Yo, shank. Coach, I'm hurt. That <laughs> labrum's spoon. acting up again. Uh. <laughs> so how old were you when you were in the jail? I started at like 19. Damn. Yeah. How long did you do it? Five years. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. Do you, do you think it help? Does it help you in like your your fighting? Like you must have seen some shit. Like nothing must phase oh, you. Oh, I mean, I've definitely seen some shit. Literally, like that shit, <laughs> it's fucking. It's. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Are like, you talking about like poop or <laughs> yeah, all of it, bro? Like, it's been like psychiatric patients and shit. I'm telling oh, you, it's, it's it's dirty work. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> I've seen fucked up shit. I've seen I don't know some funny shit. I've seen just dumb shit. Right. All day. It's just it was never the same. So what what made you uproot yourself? Um, from Susanville to come out to Reno. Like, why Reno? Because um, you said you took the turn to come train full-time, right? Yeah, I freaking... I was sitting at my desk um, 
while I was working full time. At the correctional officer? Yeah, I was a correctional officer. Just fucking poop everywhere? <laughs> it was just shit. Like, I'm it was tired of shit. Of shit. <laughs> it was shit. I'm tired of shit. Smells like shit. I'm so sorry no. for interrupting you, but like, there's just there's just things that I can't you, you like can't, can't let go. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> nah, there was a shit around. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> but anyway. so we're sitting at our desk. We're having I'm sitting a... at my desk, and uh, I'm just like, I wasn't training for like a whole year by then, and because at first when I tra- when I was uh, working as a correctional officer, I tried to juggle both training right. and working a fucking full time job, and uh, like over full time job, I was working hella overtime too. I just wanted, I was money hungry, but um. I was like sitting there and I was like, damn, like what the fuck am I doing, dude? Like I, it came over me, like it was, it was, it came over me, like I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I need to get the fuck out of here. Right. And literally at my desk right there, I wrote my letter of resignation two weeks out, quit my job, moved to Reno, train full time now. I don't make a fraction of what I used to make, obviously, but right. dude, money is nothing. Money is, it's, it's, it's just I, I'm not materialistic and right. and with the career I'm in now, like I know money will come eventually, but right. I just gotta right. be broke for a little longer and right, right. I'm not worried about it. And does your does your life become more frugal? Like when you're when you're training full time, there's less things that you're doing. Your life is a little more focused. You have less expenses. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I've yeah. kind of like you know uh, <clears throat> adjusted down. I had to take a step down and sacrifice a lot of things and be broke for a while. Like I said, um, right. but so far it's fucking all been worth it. I can't say say a single thing or think of a single thing that just wasn't worth it. Like every sacrifice I've made to this point is just, I'd make those same things a thousand times over again. If it meant, you know, the smallest chance that something incredible could happen, you know? Right. I think we were talking about it when it's like a, you make a sacrifice to take a backpedal when it comes to financially, yeah. Yeah. which a lot of times people will gauge mm-hmm. success. But when you do it, like when we were talking about you and, you know, like working with the youth and, and what you're doing with yeah, till yeah. the veins run dry. If your motive is proper, mm-hmm. it might take some time, but usually you have a good, yeah. you know, there's there's a good response. Oh. The What's on the end, other side of the equation is, or the equal sign is, yeah. usually success in the eyes of others, which means financially yeah. income. But now, I mean, now you're pro, right? Yeah, but... Are, are they writing any checks? They're writing checks, but, I mean, they're not big yet. Right. I mean, so But they're fucking checks, cuz! Yeah, you're getting paid to that do what you fucking love. Lit, no, bro. I mean, sure. If I punched yeah. a chick in the face, I'd go to jail immediately. <laughs> <laughs> they're writing checks for you. Like, that's pimp shit. That is pimp yeah. shit. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm, I have no complaints about the money I'm making. Like, if, right. if money was my motive, like, right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would still be working as a correction officer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it... It's just what about if money was the motive for you, even if you were fighting full time? Do you think you'd be distracted from what your goal is? You know? No, I mean, I think that I, I know that mon- I know that eventually, like I said, money is going to come with this. And I do want money like but it's just not I can't just sit here and focus fully on money because if that were the case, I would have to go get a job right now and Correct. a full time job again. But I mean, I'm not making a lot of money as a fighter now, but I'm making enough to pay my bills. And that's all I ask for. Right. But down the road, like. I know. I just know I'm gonna fucking make more money, and it's right. not a fucking big deal. Like. Absolutely, and exp- I don't know. It's it seems to me like I have nothing against women's sports in any way, shape, or form, any sport. But when it comes to fighting, that seems to me like when it comes to a sport, the most like even caliber competitiveness and skill and things like that, and entertainment when it comes to men and women fighting. Like mm-hmm. I'll watch. I will immediately watch a like a a female card at UFC or the girls yeah. fighting just like I would the male when I'm watching fighting. Like yeah. no offense, but if I was like watching LeBron James for two hours and then they're like, mm-hmm. we're going to bring out the LA sparks. I'd literally be like, click, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but that's, that's wild. But I mean, it's going to come, yeah. but I feel like that's, that's a necessary, I don't know. Like when I go to work, right. I try to do the best that I can do at work 
because if I'm successful at work, they'll write a bigger check. Right, right, right. What I see in like combat sports and things like that, and like just kind of looking at your page and look, looking at kind of the, the ins- things that inspire you that it looks like, you're more concerned about being the best fighter that you could possibly be, being the best fighter. Yeah. And then the money comes with it. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's like when I was saying like if you were focused on the money, like I would be distracted. I'm distracted about at my job because I'm focused on money. Mm-hmm. I try to do the best at yeah, my job, okay. but I'm trying to get <coughs> right. that check. Right. You know, it seems like, you know, I would never, if someone came up to me and be like, this is a great opportunity. We'll pay you a quarter of the amount for FedEx and you can go run this sort. I'd be like, suck all of yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so that's dope that you do that. That's not a lot of, that usually will stop people from getting over the hump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or run themselves too old to where they're not in their prime of their career. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So you don't regret anything about coming out here. How long have you been in uh, Reno? Uh, two years, maybe. Two years? Yeah. Did you fucking know anybody here? Yeah. Um, you just my, like throw a bag? <clears throat> just I like mean, I, I've ha- I had friends here, you know, I trained with a few people here. Uh, and then, yeah, I found a gym here and I fucking, the, my biggest thing was it wasn't about, I need to just go to Reno like that. It was just kind of just like, I need to get the fuck out of what the fuck I'm doing now because it's killing just, me. You just landed in Reno. Like, it was just, I should sell more to train. Because right. I, I did, I was training at a train or training at a gym. <laughs> I was just saying, I picture like her with a stick and like a bandana with shit tied to it, like walking down <laughs> like, a train track out of Susanville. I'm like, like let's I'm go. I'm going to go train full <laughs> time, just landed in Reno. Like when you're six and want to run what? away, like yeah. I have no game plan, but just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Bro, I used to, I used yeah. to, bro, I used to away. run away. <laughs> oh no, I, oh, yeah. three toys and a fucking blanket. Like, I'm gone, bitch. <laughs> that was literally me. I'm like, this yep. is Susanville. <laughs> Walk down the driveway in the cuts because I used to live in the cuts and I hit the main road like, fuck, nigga. You look back right, and you're, you're upset like, that no one's right, following bro. you. Yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> they got uh, me. Like, ah, I'm kind of hungry right now. My mom's like, yeah. dinner. <laughs> it is Thursday mac and cheese night, so I'll fucking run away tomorrow. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. <laughs> so did you just like, were you living by yourself? You just grab a random place or like, did, like, did uh, you say you had I friends living? here? Uh, yeah, I had friends here. And then, uh, I mean, I just came over here. We, I signed a lease to an apartment. I got I got that job at Head Phase. It was decent pay, and then. But you didn't give a fuck. You just needed a gym. The thing was like it wasn't. I didn't need a, a an answer. I just knew that I had this question, and I had to just go find the answer. Right. I mean, I didn't need the answer laid out in front of me. I just knew that I had to trust myself enough to find the answer as it came along. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. So. Did you more did focus on the path than anything else? Exactly. Like, and that's what life's about. You know, we don't need to have like this big image in front of us, and oh, there it is. I have to like. It's about creating the image, like you know what I mean. Like, right, right. know you what your it, goal is, and just know it just takes the journey to get there. Is right. the whole process. You know? You're hoping that the answers would gravitate to you. You For just sure. have to be in the right setting. I have to manifest them. I have to manifest them. You know, and I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm truly making a fucking like pivotal. Like, it's just a huge pivotal moment in my life, and I like it's crazy because my mind has been racing so much lately, and I'm growing so much like mentally and spiritually and everything, and. I'm just kind of letting go of a lot of bad habits that I have and I'm yeah. working on them like thoroughly and I'm processing my thoughts like so much more. I goof around a lot. Mm. I know I do. I fuck right. around a lot, but truly like I'm growing into the person like I was meant to be and right. I know that. That's that's dope. I, I feel like uh, a lot of times people, uh, you know, once they kind of break through a, a, a layer of adversity or just a new layer of, of who they are, a new chapter in their life, it's that chapter where all of a sudden things start to snowball. Dude. Yeah. And things start to, to be a catalyst. I think it's mm-hmm. the thickest wall. You know, usually people's lives are the most shitty and the most adversity uh, stricken right before, like right when they're on the other side yeah. of that wall. And then if they breach it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You pop out here. You don't you kind of know somebody you're broke as fuck. You're yeah. just training. Um, but what I did when I asked was when you first got here, is your trainer's name Kevin? 
Uh, Kelly. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I see you giving props to Kelly a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Was that your first trainer when you got out here? Uh, yeah, when I got out here. I met him when I was like 18. We trained a little bit together. And okay. then he went to uh, Florida to train an American top team, uh, like the best gym in the world. And, you know, he was training with the best fighters in the world. Right. Um, and just and he came back. He opened up a gym. And I was like, bet. Like, I'm, I'm just going to go. Like, That's I had just no, I had no plans. I just knew that the situation I was in, I knew that I had to get out or else like literally, like I'm not even exaggerating right now. It's going to sound extreme, but like working on that job was like literally killing me. It was, I was right. dying from it. Like right. I, my whole, my spirit, like I was literally, I was fucking dying and I could not, I could not live with myself anymore. Right. If I were to stay there and say like, I would have stayed in this corporate job and like, you're talking about the correctional facility. Yeah, yeah correct? exactly. Okay. <clears throat> and you know I would stay in this corporate job work my way up the ladder whatever I would have like died an old woman just like with so much regret and just like like so mad at myself for not like taking the fucking leap and just and just doing the damn thing you know right. what I mean like I'd have I would hate myself yeah it's just obviously like, paying off just because I feel like you just mentioned like how much growth you have because you're doing what you love to do every single day yeah. you know, just don't have that worry money's yeah. not the objective and it's you're doing what you love and yeah dude like that's being on that path yeah. and enjoying the fucking view of being around fighters all the time and actually working on yeah. your craft working on yourself i mean if that doesn't make you happy as well as the end goal i mean yeah. what's exactly. the point like so and enjoying bl- every day as you're growing is yeah, fucking sure. that's, that's life sure. and a blessing and a strength that like a lot of people will like will use a corporate job for example just kind of work a corporate job for yeah. 30 or 40 years because mm-hmm. they don't have that itching and burning desire where life has brought to the table of what they're truly passionate about right and in your i mean that takes a lot that takes a lot of Balls, yeah. <laughs> you can say it, yeah I was gonna say. I was trying to find a substitute quickly in my head, but I was like, mm, I got nothing. Uh, you know, First word, balls. That takes a that takes a lot of tits. Uh, fucking huge. Huge tits. But to be take some serious fucking eyelashes to do that shit. Fuck know. you guys, reel it back because I had something good that I wanted to say. But when you're working at when you're working a corporate job, but you do have in the back of your head, you know what, what you're passionate about. You yeah. know what I mean? And you already have established yourself in stability. That shit is not fucking yeah. easy to do to pull the trigger on that. For sure. But like, like I said, like, and at first I loved my job. I always want, I honestly wanted to be a cop when I was younger. And I was like, that, that seems like a cool job. I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. fucking cops and robbers and shit. Shooting guns. It is now. Nigga, it's cops and robbers now. Roll up to a roll up to a target. Like, nigga, this is my dream. This is, These motherfuckers are looting. Yo, this is why we need police reform right now. Autumn just said she wanted to be a cop because of gun. That's it. Not justice. Not helping people. You're the problem. Sarcasm. I wanted to be a cop to shoot some niggas, man. They're robbing something. I'm like, I'm out. I'm leaving, man. Fuck y'all. Yo, I just wanted a strap. Hey, that was sarcasm. Fuck y'all. Oh my god, that is so. Now I beat people's ass for a living legally. That is such a wrong joke at a bad time. That is so funny. It is. God bless you, Eddie. God bless you. I'm tapping on the back of the taillight. Like, yeah, get out the car. (laughs) I don't give a fuck if you got a license. Get out of the car. That's not what I asked. Rob me. Rob me. We're playing cops and robbers. Shut up. Shut up. Rob me. You guys get thirty seconds to hide. Go. Ready? Give me your keys. Go. Oh man, She's that like is that. fucking hilarious. She's like, I don't want to do the right thing. I just, you know, they gave you a gun, so I was on that board. Wasn't it. I, swear, <laughs> I promise you, I promise you, that was not it. I'm sarcastic. Yeah. Right, right. God damn it. We'll just say we edited it. Damn it, that sounded bad. I'm gonna lose so many fans over it this. Is, Holy it shit. It is. I Thanks, think Eddie. I think actually Thanks, we're Eddie. gonna lose fans. Because you were honestly like, I thought I kinda wanted to be a cop and we were like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no. My girlfriend wants to be a cop. I'm all for it, dude. Like like yeah. it's 
It's funny too. The only reason I said this because I've had this conversation with her so much in the last like two months. Because specifically, what's going on right now, she's mm-hmm. discouraged about it, and she wants to be a cop. And she's already laid out all her reasons, and they're super deep and ethical. And she wants to make a big difference and kind of break that stereotype that cops are bad. But then just I laughed as soon as she's just like cops and robbers. I get a gun. And I'm just like yo, that's perfect. <laughs> Are you are you recording him? Right now? <laughs> Mind your business. Oh my god! I just I just had like a mo- like a white noise go through me of fear. <laughs> just because she shushed just, you. she shushed me, and then I like at first like the ghetto. I was like, bitch, and then I like kind of looked over. I was like, oh my god, she could literally just punch me. <laughs> The fucking table right now. We're not, like hit the mic into my on Twitter. It's like, <laughs> good God, yeah, that's fucking terrifying. But to be honest with you, I mean, it sucks. But now I feel like now is it, it the the image is so bad. But now would be the best time more than ever for good people to go into the police force. For sure, a lot of a lot of motherfuckers be slipping through the cracks. I've seen it. But ain't nobody mm-hmm. going to that shit right now. No way. And no. Fuck that. Now is. Same thing about making that jump. If you're passionate about making a difference, I think now would be the time to make the jump because they definitely need more good yeah. fucking people. Yeah. You got to have some thick skin, though, because you're going to go through the heat because the second that you get badged and you get sworn in... It changes. People flip a switch. Dude, Correct. honestly, I was listening to like, what Joe Rogan the other day. He was saying that police should go through like a, like how freaking mm. Navy SEALs go through Correct. training. And I, 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 when he's, I talking with jo- he's talking with Jocko. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100% agree. Like It would filter out any oh, sort of like bad character flaws, like, like he was saying. Like a blunt? No. Uh, <laughs> no. No, I couldn't agree more. They were talking about how um, you know police officers should should be training twenty percent of the time, yeah, yeah. and they should go through. Because he asked Jocko right before that statement, he asked Jocko. He said, "How many? Once you're a Navy SEAL, how many people drop out?" And Jocko was like, "Pretty much none. Like by the time you get to the point where you are that title, let's go with police officer. Yeah. We vetted you so mm-hmm. hard that you're fit for the job. Yeah. The people mm-hmm. who are not fit, who can't they handle the stress, because being out. a cop, I can only fucking imagine. Like, fuck. For sure. I'm fucking stressing out being black, and like I can only imagine fucking being a cop. They they both must be fucking. Tr- and then you put them both in the same room, and it's mm-hmm. a clash of titans." Um, but yeah, I think that I think he, they were totally correct on that. Oh, for sure, I agree 100. That shit is hyphy as fuck, but. Probably uh, being a cop though too is just like all those arrest records are public information. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not only like you're almost on this pedestal. So all of your actions are publicized. Mm-hmm. So whether it's good or bad, everyone knows. Yeah. So if you go around being a dickhead cop forever, you're yeah. known as that right. dickhead cop. Well, like sure. when that cat, when the cat who uh, who need up uh, George mm-hmm. Floyd, they like pulled out his record. They're like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, complaints on complaints exactly. on complaints. Uh-huh. I'd be the worst. Fucking you could cop. tell, honestly, you could tell his, like his whole demeanor, like in the video. I could tell by the way he looks. Just like I could just mm-hmm. see his energy. You know what I mean? The type of person he is. Like right. that sounds judgmental, but you could tell that that dude's a fucking he's a fucking idiot. Like right. you could tell. There are some times when it's it, it is okay to to bring some sort of light of judgment and trend some type of numbers and mm-hmm. you can see characteristics and personality and yeah. how people move and you can gauge them from mm-hmm. previous experiences. Yeah. yeah. And you have to do that just to keep yourself safe. Mm-hmm. You know, like if someone was like, don't judge a book by its cover ever. And I'm like walking down a dark alley and yeah. I see a nigga yeah. like you, I'd be like, mm, <laughs> let's give him a chance. Like <laughs> fuck that. I got well, my cat in one pocket and I'm fucking <laughs> got my gun in my other pocket and I'm ready for that shit. About her, she said she had a bad, she'd be like Denzel. So it's going to be, a, you want to go home Man, or you want to go to jail? Taking, see, this is why I can't play so much because y'all Bruh. take everything I say for serious. No, I'm, look, you. I know like every one of my jokes comes off monotone. I apologize. That's just the way I deliver things. <laughs> you Obviously, you wouldn't steal drugs and then, you know, no. sell them. And oh, I totally would. Okay. I'd be the worst cop. 
I'd be like, roll the fucking window. Give me that shit. Damn, bro. Is that, <laughs> what is that? Is that wedding cake? <laughs> that shit's so smart. Yo. Fire. Is it still lit? They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, get, in, get in the squad car. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's a fucking Listen, glitch in the matrix. Like, they don't know what to do. Right when he passes it, like, yeah, I'm taking you all to jail. The evidence report is like, we have seven... Five kilos of coke. <laughs> he busted the Sicilian cartel and he only found two bags of weed. And I'm like, isn't that crazy? Wrong wild, spot, obviously. Wild. I put my two weeks in though. <laughs> um, but legitimately though, you uh, you uh, you scare the shit out of me. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Like, you like twice my size, like three times my size. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't think that really matters anymore though. Sometimes, you know. The worst, the worst ass beating I've ever gotten in my life was from someone that was about your size. Nice. It was a, it was a male, um, but he though. fucking lit me up so fast. Did you deserve it? No, I was a bouncer. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I did not deserve it at I... all, but I got laced up. But like, yes, you're a fighter and you're skilled and you've trained and all that stuff. But that wouldn't scare me. But I watched your fight with that chick named uh, Brita. I think her name was. First of all, what do you got against bitches with cornrows? <laughs> <laughs> Every chick who cornrows. walks into the ring with you who has cornrows, you I'm like, beat I... the shit <laughs> out of that person. Um, but uh, is it Brita? Is that yeah. her name? Uh-huh. So do we like Brita? Do you like Brita? Yeah, I mean, Sh- I don't really talk to her, but... Shouts out Big B, right? I, I appreciate you and I respect you for wrongfully getting in the ring that night. That was your last Invicta fight, right? No, that was uh, one of my... Amer- that was my first... I was an amateur. That was 2013. That was amateur. That was, amateur. Ooh, yeah. was days ago, right? Ooh, yeah. I was a baby. So this was, a, was, this was a long time ago, bro. And this video scared the shit out of me. So first of all, they come in and they do their intro. I'm like, all right, cool, you know, whatever, no big deal. Oh and then this chick just starts coming out, right? And then they're like talking, like, okay, we want a clean fight, this side and the other, and everything seems positive. And they're like, touch gloves if you want to. And old girl, like, without hesitation, is like, hey, let's do this, you know? <laughs> and like, one of her posts is like, I'll never hate on a girl who's got the same dream as me, but you can tell once you get in the cage. It's, it's fucking it's, game on. It's fucking oh, it's business. No, it's business. no yeah. fist bump, right? So then the girl goes like this. Like no after love, you no don't, love. you literally just look at her in the eyes, turn around, walk away. I'm like, okay, Mike Tyson. Yeah. And then the girl's like, Whoa, like what the uh, fuck, oh my God. Right? Yeah. So then <laughs> the fucking bell rings and this bitch turns into a straight Southern <laughs> Vato, bro. Like she doesn't bring her hands up and she's like coming out the ring like this. Shut up. And I was like, what the fuck no is going shit. on? <laughs> First thing she does. Fucking kicks her in the rib, and I was like, "What is going on?" And then this poor, this fucking poor girl like throws like three or four punches. You still have not picked your hands up, by the way, and just blast this bitch with a right hook. And uh, and then she started to stumble and just started fucking mollywopping on this girl, just so aggressively. And I was just watching, and I was like, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and sexually threatened by myself (laughs) watching this video. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. And then that, I... That was your first fight? No, that was my first uh, title fight as an amateur yeah. right here in Reno. She, sounds like, like, like you were still fighting, like, like you were still in prison. You know how I knew she was brand new? <laughs> you know how I knew she was brand new? Because her stance. Uh-huh. I'm not even kidding, bro. It was straight cholo. You are just flexing? <laughs> cholo, sh- I'm going to fucking... My hands are I'm down. Literally, sure my we, hands are down. I'm literally going to pull it up. It's uh, the fucking... No, honestly, the backstory on this, on this fight, though. So, fucking, the promoter of that fight hella like it made the fight about her and like right. everything was about her and the whole fucking buildup was about her and her and her and my whole time training for that fight i was just like fuck this bitch she's like i'm a fucking fucking I'm screw up the whole, like i was just like fuck that like i'm so much better than her i just fucking knew it and i'm like mm. fuck this bitch and then she kind of tried to like punch me out of weigh-ins too and i was like just wait. you do not know who <laughs> okay. i am like, this, you have no 
no fucking This shit is pure. Oh, God. Okay, so show it. first of all, first of all, watch the approach coming into the ring. Look at that guy. She's just like, ready? Oh, let's uh, let's Dude, touch you gloves. Look so young. Dude, I was a baby. How old were you then? I think I was like 18. You're 18 here? Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Oh, yo, yo. Not, not like with <laughs> no, zero respect yo, in any on. way, shape, hold or form. Quick. Pause real quick. Oh, oh my you want to rewind? You want to rewind? Okay, okay, okay. I'll take here we go. Look at this. I'll beat the <laughs> shit out of you. That's, now, I hate watch. I really do hate watching this video though. Watch Vato's stance. Such Vato's stance, like, bro. Ready? You say you're gonna be Ready? Bet. What? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo! I was waiting for her to like pull up a pair of khakis. Like, what's good? Boy? Oh no, you hella did. I told you. One hundred percent did. Let me pull my. You went up straight. You, up. you went straight Vato. I was this raised is, by wolves, bro. Come on, bro. You were should, you were raised I'm by cholos. I was raised in the hood. Like this, this ain't no fucking game. Whoop. Oh, what's good, bitch? What? Oh, bop. Oh, bop, bop. Watch, ready? And then it's like, Yeet. you got... I'm like, oh, you're so cute with your punches. Yeet! Oh, my God. Yeet! Bing! Oh! oh God, damn. Oh! It ain't over. It ain't over. The cornrows are coming out. The cornrows... Oh! Oh, my God. I was sitting... Yo. I was sitting right here sweating more than I, I am right now. you never seen that I've never seen Oh, my God, bro. This is the scariest out of all your fights I've ever watched. Yeah. Hilarious. The whole fight is one highlight. It's like 10 seconds of you fucking her up and then... Oh, oh my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. I'm fucking sweating after watching that. That was so fucking funny. I'm going to open this window. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That fucking right hand. Dude. Her Jesus. family is in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, her mom was there. You know yeah, what I'm her fu- yeah, not anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> that bitch retired hella quick after that. You know, it's the funniest thing I've heard about competing too. Like, I hate competing against people who have their families in the crowd because it's always just like, oh, like you hear, yeah, you hear a kid around, like, "Mom, you can do this." You're like, no, mommy can't. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> mommy's about to get fucked up. <laughs> like, you're my hero, dad. I'm like, oh, son, your dad is about to get choked. Oh man. I'm sorry. Oh, that is ruthless. Yo, I'm hyped right now. Damn. Yeah, I was. <laughs> My feet are twitching right now. Jeez. <laughs> After I watch that video, I text you. I'm like, <laughs> you're coming, right? <laughs> like, you're going like, to... Hey, you going to be there too, right? <laughs> not a big deal. Not a big deal if you're not. But just wondering if you're going to, like, stop by. <laughs> He's all got his cat and his gun. Fucking straight up, dude. I'm strapped up just in case shit gets hyphy in here, dude. Like, I, I, would, I would sit proudly in a courtroom and be like, you assaulted this woman. I'd be like... Nigga, yeah. pull up the YouTube video and they'd be like, <laughs> "I'd be again, like, yeah, no, let him go." That was self, <laughs> that was self defense. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no fucking doubt in my mind. Oh God! So that was oh, amateur, God. right? Yeah. So now you're at Invicta. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Uh huh. So you got to talk to me, like, because I, I I watch fighting, but I don't know a ton about it. So what are the levels? Like, is there another level? Is like UFC the pinnacle? Yeah, of course. UFC is the top. Invicta dog? is like a stepping stone to UFC. Oh, it is. Yeah. So, so UFC is the goal. That's yeah. That's next. That's how long? Uh, how long do you? How long do you fight in Invicta? Like, what's the usual um, lifespan? In well, Invicta? I have my. F- I have two more fights left on my contract, but after the next one, we're probably going to renegotiate most likely. And um, you know, honestly, two, th- maybe three more fights. I'll be in the UFC. Like, I gotta go in there. I gotta. F- Knock these bitches out. Right, and then, right. You know, it's just that's. Does it matter if you just yeah, win or do you have to? Squat. For the listeners, yeah. she is constantly no, I'm being smacking you after watching that fight and seeing your last fight, no, too. This is so shit. aggressive, bro. This is bro. serious shit. 
Okay. This is serious. Okay, I'm I'm listening terrified. I, <laughs> I'm I fucking not. Do I have sweaty pits? Yeah. Got a nigga nervous out here. <clears throat> no, but like so my I lost my first one to decision. It was a close house fight, it was a good fight. And then I fucking won my last one to decision. So it's like I have no choice but to fucking Right. Get some right. Knockouts. Like I have no choice. Do you need so like do you need to have knockouts under your belt to get up to the UFC? You, you, is that, ca- you that have matter? to have a, a high finishing rate. Yeah, you yeah. can't just be out squeezing fucking decision wins. That's not. That's mm. not gonna cut it. Like, what about UFC people tapping out? That, 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 yeah, that I mean, works. You yeah. Be, I mean, yeah, but it's like to be honest, people don't want to see fucking submission fighters either. No one right. wants to fucking see that bullshit. You want to knock some heads. Yeah, you just that's that's it. You, like Dana White has said it a million times, you know, and it's that's just how it is. Like, right. Put on a fucking mm. show and. But you are a striker. Yeah. Based on what I've seen, you're definitely yeah, strike. My ground dominant. game is fucking A one too, but like I don't right. I don't know. I just people want to see striking. They don't want to see right. grapplers. They but don't want to see it. It's your stand up game is tight. Yeah. Thank you. Have you two ever worked out together? We've been in the same gym a lot, yeah. but we've never mm-hmm. rolled together. Mm-hmm. Like same practice room, but never actually rolled together. So you she know, dodged my fade. I was gonna say <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, <laughs> you know the next yeah. question that's coming up. <laughs> like I'd be down to watch this stand up. <laughs> like if <laughs> your stand up is shit, you probably you look like See, I think both. I'm a very confident grappler. But both confident. of you two could take punches. It's so fucked up. Both of you two could take punches because both of y'all's heads are like boxes. <laughs> like both of y'all got I'm some. A, I'm a boxer. Yeah, you got a yeah. boxer. Because yeah. I feel like once I you start win. taking blows, your head's mm. just like it gets in shape, and y'all, <laughs> like, y'all got chins, bro. Y'all got that Chuck Liddell yeah, shit going Josh on. Structure. I got that Josh structure. You got that Josh structure. I have, no, I have no neck, dude. So it's really hard to hit, get under my chin. Like, right. This, right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. The traps, he's like, like touch my ears. Yeah, it's perfect. I would yeah, love Zach. Zach, told, you know, Zach told, I think he like almost made fun of me. He's just like, shrug your shoulders and like they are shrugged. Like, right. what do you mean? Like, that's what all they mean? go. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to ah. say. I would pay stupid ass money to watch her beat the shit out of you. Oh, I'm a, big facts. Autumn, I love you, but I'm going down swinging. <laughs> you will go no, down no and you will allowed. swing, yes, but they yes. won't go in that order. I didn't say they were to land. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like, because I, I was might watching, be I was mid like, swing while I get knocked yeah. out. But like, like man, I've been fighting on the blacktop, and I was watching it, and I was like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think you might catch me with something on the... Ch- you think you could beat my ass? No, listen. No. Just talk to me. Be honest. <laughs> on the podcast. No. You don't think so? No. You think so? No. <laughs> like, I, if I had to, like, strategically, I would try to, mm-hmm. like... Here it is. You know, I've been thinking about it since I walked in there. I'm like, how do I kill this man? <laughs> <laughs> I kill You're this a weapon right of mass destruction. <laughs> right when I turned around, he's like, love handles, probably a little out of shape, six feet. <laughs> Honestly, if I can keep him on the ground for three minutes, yeah. he's gonna, he's gonna. Yeah, I'm he's just like, I'll just dance around until he gets tired. Then I'm, big, yeah. big thighs. Don't get caught in a lock. I'm good. I'm great. Walks into this. She's like, nice setup in the studio. Like close quarters. That's good. I'm gonna, <laughs> exit right there. He's exit got longer right reach there, than right me. There. I'll fuck this nigga up. <laughs> close the distance. Yeah. Close the, the distance. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson, my ass. Uh, it's rough. It's rough out here. It ain't rough out here. Not for you. It is for me. Shit. So, um. Have you? How has COVID fucked with fighting? Fuck. Um. You know, I'm not gonna lie. At the beginning of fucking COVID, I it sucked for me. Our gym shut down, man, and I, I was all like already at a at a kind of a rough spot, right. <clears throat> and just like, damn, it sucked. And then our gym got shut down, and like the gym is all I had, so it sucked. But sucked as in like so. getting in shape. Sucked as in like mental health. Sucked both, as in both. It, yeah. it was all of it. It was all of it. Just bam is one, and it was like, fuck, man, this fucking sucks. I mean, right. it was, I'm not gonna lie, it was the worst time, worst time of my life. And right. I got out of that dark, that dark spot that was like, fucking God, man, I'll never go back there yeah. again. COVID has done that to a lot of people. Yeah, that type sure. of, even if you're a type of person who enjoys the isolation, it's a different type oh, of yeah, isolation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people's mental health is 
uh, took a hit on that. Oh, definitely. But I feel like uh, fighting has sustained itself better than most sports. Mm-hmm. Most, pretty much all sports are going again, but I feel like fighting constant, didn't yeah. quite turn off. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, were you fought once during COVID, right? I was, but my fucking, co- my. Oh, the bitch got a, co- a, co- a positive COVID test. <laughs> yeah. What's that skank's name? The cornerman. Dude. I don't give a fuck. What's your name? You've got uh, Cloudy, Brittany Okay, cloudy. so for clarity, for clarity, um, Autumn has said nothing wrong about Cloudy. To be honest, I do not want to fight again during COVID, bro. Like, it sucked. Kind of just mm-hmm. going there, being quarantined for fucking five days right. in the hotel. I love my coach, but being around him for fucking five days, I swear to God, I was about to fucking blow my brains out. Yeah. <laughs> it was Jesus. too fucking much. Yo, I was talking God, to Cam man. about this. Do you feel a difference between, like, a crowd and no crowd? Do you have, like, more jitters, <laughs> less jitters? Like, what, what to do be you honest, feel like, differently about it? To be honest, not a lot of people come to the Invicta Fights live show mm-hmm. that's more so for UFC Fight Pass, like, mm-hmm. online. So it wouldn't have really been any different. And at the same time, like, the whole time I was preparing for it anyways, it's like, all right, there's going to be no crowd. It's going to be quiet. We're in a cold-ass building. Like, I was just ready for it. I was ready for anything that happened. Mm-hmm. And once I was so prepared for anything to happen that weekend, I was fucking just ready for whatever. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as they told me, I was just like, all right, like, I was just so prepared for anything that yeah. that just it shocked me. But I'm just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Like, what can you do? Yeah. I cut 16 pounds in two days in the fucking hotel room, and I was. Oh, Did we talk about that last time? How shitty cutting is? Yeah, doing what? Cutting weight. For yeah, fucking I, But what Bro, were you steam doing? Steam room, credit card. You can get like eight pounds out in like six hours. Yeah. Like, you say a steam room and a credit card? I have yeah, a yeah. Like you like scrape sauna. your skin yeah. like with a credit card, and it like peels the sweat off you, and your pores release more sweat. There's, bro, cutting is fucking serious. You gotta watch, 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 like, YouTube videos on Chris Cyborg when she cuts weight. She cuts, like, 25 pounds in three days. What? And she'll be in the bathtub, like, crying. Like. I think the biggest one was uh, back in the day, Roy Jones Jr. cut, like, 32 pounds. Yeah, in, like, fighters in, be doing that shit all the time, and it's crazy. Yeah, it's he, like, he, he, like, weighed it, he weighed in at, so. he weighed in at 130, he weighed in at 135, and then the next day, he weighed, like, 162. Yeah, or did that some sounds right. Sounds and he, right. Yeah, and he said, like, he never really recovered from it. Yeah. I was just watching him because I think he's about to go die on, the, on so November 28th. Liver failure, yeah, you can have, like, so really severe. bad yeah, No, I mean, like, walking into a ring with Mike Tyson in a couple <laughs> of weeks. He's <laughs> going to yeah. probably fucking die. But for that. I was talking to a buddy of mine, JJ. Oh, yeah, JJ. And um, he was talking about when he went to Vegas. It was very strange. Like, they quarantine you. You can only bring a couple people. Yeah. There's nobody in the crowd, um, which is strange. Like... Do you, do you think a lot of fighters need that adrenaline push, like that type of hype and the people there and a bunch of people at the weigh-ins and the build-up, you know what I mean? Because you perform one way, but there's a lot of people that use that momentum um, of mm-hmm. crowd and, and, and hype and things like that to take themselves to the next level. I mean, like, you can use that. Like, <clears throat> you anyone can truly say that. But, like, if you sit and, like, look at, look at the situation and, like, look at the truth, like, it's, it's fucking – it's there's only one person that matters besides you. That's the other fucking person across right. the cage from you. You got to look deep inside yourself. And if you're looking for answers outside of yourself to get yourself fucking pumped up and shit, like you're, 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 you've already lost. Right. You got to look inside. Like, right. The other perspective I've heard on it too is just like, I've heard fighters talk about like, yeah, like I was going to do this or do that, but like my mom was in the crowd or like, <laughs> I don't want to, you know. Fucking excuses. So having people in the crowd too, I feel like it almost like relieves the pressure. Like it really is like, you're even more for like tunnel vision. Like it's just you and them. There's no outside distractions whatsoever. Yeah. It almost turns into like a sparring session where like the outcome doesn't matter as much because that pressure might be a little relieved right. then again mm-hmm. i've never been in that situation yeah. so i have no fucking idea it is nice to like to like when you walk out when there's a crowd and you know people are sharing their name and it's it it's a vibe but as soon as the fucking t- cage door closes like you better have figured the fuck out by then you know i'm sorry right. i need to right. stop him out my hands Damn, girl. <laughs> Yo, she's getting oh my god i guess i'm gonna say like this <laughs> 
Like when she stops like, making I, eye contact with I, either of us and just didn't even look at anything, you I step got in that visions, motherfucker. I got ring. visions in the sky. I'm looking at shit. She's about PTSD flashbacks in the ring. She goes into straight Vato again. Like I swear to God, Brita. Hey, who is crazy? What are the? I mean, how did you? How did you guys? link up because the way that you speak the way that your page looks the way that you speak on your interview i feel like almost directly aligns to the episode that we had when we talked a lot about mm-hmm. till the rains runs dry yeah. how did that happen so we met at gym we were going to together and i think autumn was the first if not the second person we ever sponsored and i remember they were talking about her fight coming up and just like in that room i'm gonna brag about you a little bit autumn like female wise runs shit in the room she's currently at and then right. cross trains a bunch of different gyms but just Seeing her work ethic as well with like three or four of the guys that were in there at the time, all prepping for their fights, immediately, like when we started this company, I had no intentions of sponsoring athletes and things like that. It didn't cross my mind at all. Yeah. Seeing them chase their dreams as aggressively as I wish I could and seeing them actively working on it, immediately I was just like, if we're going to do this, we're doing it with them. Right. And like getting to know them personally too, they're funny, they're all nice, they're all just everyday normal people, awesome, and then it comes down to work. And the switch flips, and they're in that room to work. Yeah. So immediately, I was just like inspired by what she was doing, inspired by what like Joey, Cam, Brady, Pablo, Los, all those guys are doing. And immediately, it was just like, if we're gonna build a team, I think I already know exactly who yeah. the fuck I want to build it with. Now, do you guys all train in the same gym? The people uh, that he's talking yeah. about, mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, all my teammates. Because I see picture. Do you uh you don't train with anyone that's like at your level or below much, do you? Um, I, I do some cross training. I go down to SAC and I got some, some good teammates, some pros and stuff down there. But mm-hmm. honestly, like the guys in my, in, the, in my room, like in, uh, in my gym are just fucking, they're fucking, ant- they're beasts. Cam, that's my guy right there. I can sit here and talk okay. to you all night about Cam. Like yeah. I idolize that kid. Yeah, we're, oh, I idolize that kid, man. Never mind. I was oh going to say, you guys I was super excited. <laughs> both got WAP on yeah. Cam, dude. <laughs> Chill out, dude. <laughs> No, absolutely. So no, I was I got super excited because me and Cam were actually getting a place together on yeah, the uh, the fifteenth. Oh what? So immediately we're just like, yeah. yo, Matt's in the garage, Matt's in the garage, like Bet. back in the garage, back in the garage. Yo. And we're just like, yo, like I'm, I'm pad work, here. pad work. All right, let's uh, fucking get it. So it's like because Cam and Joey and Brady Pablo, those guys, like during quarantine, um, they would come to my mom's garage, same garage we had the sweatshop at. Right. And we were like working on the maps and doing all that kind <laughs> okay, of shit. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. You were the one who called it a sweatshop. It was, it's a diverse sweatshop, okay? Very diverse sweatshop. We didn't. All races are We treated be, all you know? races equally terrible. <laughs> exactly. Okay, just making sure that's clear. <laughs> we were like working pads on there, and it was great because, like, other than that, like, it was just working with him and Zach that we were like had pad work with. And then gyms open back up. We all went our separate ways again. But like now that we're moving in together, I was just so fucking excited. I'm like, yo, you're gonna get home at 8 p.m. tired as shit from doing fucking three hours of practice. But I just want you to know, we're kicking the overtime button and we're working yeah, on pads. Yeah, right? yeah. Like I'm mad excited. And Ken's always talked about how much like he knows he can do more. He knows mm-hmm. he can go harder. Same exact thing as Autumn. Like his work ethic is undescribably fucking yeah, incredible. It's like this kid. So where is he? Where is he at? Is he pro amateur? Where's he at? He's about is to be pro. Like he's, he's on about the cusp of turning pro. He's still a kid. He just turned twenty one. Like he's mm-hmm. and the thing is, this fool. Oh, he's a youngster. He, yeah, and he's so mature fucking his good, like, dude. Mature so his years, yeah. this kid is gonna be a fucking world champion. Like bring this, run this back when he becomes <laughs> a world motherfucking champion and yeah. replay this shit because right. I will bet my life on it. Yeah. I will really? fucking put. That's dope. Because I've seen some. I've seen some pictures on your page. And you're just with like a fucking clique of guys that look like absolute monsters yeah. a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing he's probably in there. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. He's the shorter, younger, like 
He looks like he should be an Abercrombie model. Oh, for sure. We always make jokes like, yeah, yeah. he's going to be the face of the company. I'm like, he's why? Gorgeous. It's, it's funny because he's, he's prettier than all of us. Too. He, he'd be talking hella gangster. He's a white boy? He's a white boy? He'd be talking hella hood. I'm so confused right now. So dope. I'm like, listen, the Matrix, you know what I'm saying? It's all crazy over here. All these little white people talking like they all hood No, it's mad funny. Like, the first time I realized Cam was like... The first time I realized Cam was like, oh kind of like, with God, the shit. You just called a ghetto white person a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> like, what? Cam's first fight, we show up, and it's like, I'm meeting a lot of his friends for the first time. Right. And I looked around, and I was like, yo, like, Cam's got the most diverse group here. And when I say diverse, I mean 100% Mexican. Right, like, right. <laughs> As in, it's a different color diverse. Yeah. I got you, I got you. <laughs> No, yeah, solid, awesome fucking dude. I mean, so do you do you train primarily with men or with like equally with women or? Uh, um, in my gym, there's not a whole lot of uh, women on my level. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are just starting, and you know, I'm trying to help them out and build them up. And not you know, to there just are beat some the shit out of them. Yeah, you know, I mean, I gotta, I gotta do my thing. But um, yeah. I just been doing it so much longer than them, so right. it's uh, you know, it is what it is what it is. But uh, I train with the guys there, and then you know, I get some work down. Uh, in Sacramento or El Dorado Hills area, we have right. a gym down there, and I trained with a lot of like top ten UFC chicks. Like, right. So I don't, I don't know. Only thing, only training I've ever done is boxing. But like, let's so let's say you're at your gym and you're primarily training with with men. Mm-hmm. Is there like a obviously there's size. Sometimes there's size and speed that's mm-hmm. a different and and strength. Um, but like when you step into a ring with a with a woman. And you've been training primarily with men. Do you notice, like, do you notice a big difference on how the fight goes? You know what I mean? Yeah, and like early in my career, I would only always only train with guys. There were just no girls. I lived in a small town, and I was the only girl who trained at this gym right. doing MMA. The only one. There was never another girl in there. And uh, as I've gotten kind of older and like more involved in the sport, I realized that training with girls is actually really important because guys are just a lot more physical than girls mm-hmm. if i spar with like cam like every day it's gonna fuck me up it's gonna create bad habits for myself because he's a fucking beast right. and he's just more physical he has different muscle like fibers that women just don't have and you know he's able to move his body in different you know ways and right um you'll walk into an unfamiliar situation if you walk in yeah with a woman like, right the, yeah exactly and training with guys too much can make you just, you just really hesitant you know because it's like fuck like i don't want to beat my ass and you know oh yeah because at any moment i know that you know, Cam could maybe knock you oh, out. Oh, for sure, no doubt. Right. You know, but yeah, Autumn. Real quick, Autumn says that, but I've heard so many stories about Autumn sending kicks, right. and everyone's just like, "Yeah, I got a bruise here," or like, "Oh yeah, Autumn caught <laughs> me in the nuts, and I didn't have my cup in this week." Yeah. I've heard three stories oh, at yeah. least of Autumn throwing some kicks. They're just like, "Oh, sorry, yeah. like that was kind of low." Yeah, I've been watching <laughs> YouTube videos on you for the last like seventy-two hours. I'm like, oh. <laughs> hey, are you coming right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you gonna be here right? Come correct. <laughs> Big facts. I was. All I can do is give you like a 30 second head start. She's gonna right. eat through me, and then it's on you. But <laughs> see, that's the worst thing because my fat. I'm a I'm a fucking fat dad now. Like she will catch me immediately. Like he didn't even, that didn't even make it to his car, and he tripped and fell on the way. <laughs> and, like, he was fumbling with his keys at the front door for like 30 yeah. seconds, and psh, yeah, she got him. <laughs> he stopped to eat. It was weird. It was weird. That's crazy. Would have made but it, so but he stopped to grab snacks on the way out, and that's just fucked. Just, uh, so you have to find a happy medium. Yeah, exactly. It's good to go with guys because sometimes you need a good ass whooping, I guess. And right. then, you know, um, but it's just really good to go with girls because you can flow a lot better with them. That's, that seems, uh, 
it seems like it might be tough to do in the area. Like, is is MMA for women big in Reno? No, no, no. So I mean, ha- the thing is, it's not really big anywhere. Like, every any town or any gym you go to, it's not just all women. Like, each gym, there's like maybe two, three girls, right. two, three girls here, two, three girls there, one girl here, two girls here. So it's kind of like the females kind of gotta like link together, right. and like we gotta get our work in wh- where we can. Like, uh, for it's got, instance, it's gotta be growing though, right? Yeah, for be. sure. It, I mean, because gr- gr- women rapidly. are killing it in mm-hmm, the game, mm-hmm. killing it. Yeah. Okay. But like for instance, like I'll go down to MMA Gold and uh, I'll train with Aspen, uh, Mar- Marion Renault, and uh, Andrea KGB Lee, and they're all in the UFC. And so we'll all just, we'll just kind of meet there and get working together. Like w- one of them will have a fight, we'll all put the work in with them. And you right. know, and so it's good to have like that group, that solid group. Training with people in the UFC, when you train with them, do you like, are you. Are you antsy to get out of Invicta because you believe you could be in the UFC right now, or you, do you need Invicta for a little bit? To, um, no, like, I know I can be in the UFC now. Right. Uh, I think it's just like when you're training with these girls. Fights. When you're training with these girls, you, you can be at that caliber. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So one, what'd you say? Wait, is one thirty? One thirty-five. Who who's like who's top dog? One thirty-five, one forty-five in the UFC right now. I mean the Nunes. Nunes. Yeah. That's a that's a bad bitch. <laughs> she's cool. She's good. Yeah. She's yeah. She's good. That don't worry you at all. No. Were me and you talking about that? Yeah. I think I was. I don't know if I was talking about. Yeah, I made a Nunes last one. Was I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Mandu. She's terrifying. But I, I think <laughs> I don't know if it was. With, I think it might have been with JJ. I was talking about one of my buddies is pro back at home, but he fights heavyweight mm-hmm. and he's great. But like you get to the top and he'd be fighting like Deontay Wilder, yeah. and Tyson. Some, some, oh yeah, yeah. Some yeah, of the fucking um like. Uh, divisions are are deep, you know. Right. Like but isn't isn't like that the division in UFC for women? Because um, that's like Megan Anderson, mm, right? No, she's one forty five. She's one forty five. Yeah. Nunez is one thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. But they, I think Nunez has jumped to forty five as well too. She's fucking, she jumped one thirty five, one forty five. But there's like like the strawweight division is fucking deep right now with like Wei Lee and shit. Man, she boy Lee's fucking beast, dude. Yeah. And then fucking you got Valentina. So so we're, so we're full transparency. When you think about fighters like that, that when you do when you do get to the top and you'll be fighting those fighters, like right now, is it is it like nerve wracking? Is it exciting? Like, are you confident that you're gonna go in there, or like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm very confident. Like, I, I train with these people, you know, who are top ten UFC, and I mean, I I'm. It's just I don't know. Ready, I don't want to be. I'm not trying to like boast or anything, but boast. I'm out here like boast, girl. I'm just saying, as soon as I get to the UFC, like I'm gonna have a fucking proper introduction. I'll tell mm-hmm. you. So. Right. You just know you belong at this point. Yes, exactly. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of when. It's just a matter. Or excuse me, it's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. You just gotta grind it out and victory. Couple more fights, bit. and as soon as I get there, uh, yeah. You, you said you're hoping to not fight again in, during COVID, huh? I hope. I mean, if I have to, I will. But I think you're gonna have to, whole, Pam. Yeah. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a while. Jesus. Sorry, what is this? I don't know. I'm just fucking like shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I've broken anything in like five minutes. Right. I gotta break something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when yeah. did you f- like first feel like you knew you belonged? Like, what was like the turning point where you're just like this? First is, prison this brawl. Is me. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like as I was growing up, I always knew I wanted to try fighting, and <clears throat> I was kind of a scrapper like growing up. It was right. hard to believe, you know what I mean? But I was always like shadow boxing, like just like watching fight videos. I don't know. But as soon as I found the gym in my hometown and like, I tell you like 
it's crazy because like it something it, it truly just clicked with me like mm-hmm. i was like whole, like as soon as i fucking put on a pair of gloves as soon as i hit a bag as soon as i just started doing drills and stuff i knew like it was, I was like I, it was it was like instant just like love like i want to do this for the rest of my life or as long as i can as far as i can like there's nothing else i would ever rather do i, would, I wouldn't give up anything for this like, how old are you i'm 26 no how old were you oh, how old, uh i got in it while i was 17 just turned to 17 so almost 10 years now you're almost at 10 year mm-hmm. they say what it takes 10 years to become an overnight sensation something like that is that what they say yeah fuck i got like nine years and seven you'll be there no time it's like yesterday i just did that shit though you know yeah. what i mean i'm <laughs> almost at ten, i'm almost at 10 year at fedex but man this podcast got some distance bro fuck. it's all right it's all right you got a good radio voice though right so, you know what i'm saying oh, yo thank you. you know how many people have told me that i literally thought you was about to say radio <laughs> face i was about to be like <laughs> I know I'm scared of you, but bitch, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> and start roasting again if you want to go there. Yeah. We can go there. I've got mouthpiece. <laughs> Soft jaw, thick tongue. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. That's my, yeah, that's my strive. I was like, no cameras for me, just microphones. <laughs> Who knows, though? Maybe down the road, you'd be like, all right, put a camera in this bitch. Maybe. I'm going to. I'm going to lace this place up with cameras and go kind of Joe Rogan style. Yeah. But that oh, is crazy. Sorry. Ten years. I mean, that's got to be leaps and bounds. You know what so I mean? So many things have happened do in you, between the lines. You know what I mean? Do you see your uh, <laughs> Do you see your progress on the on the ladder right now, uh, moving faster, or was it at the beginning? Uh, definitely right now, moving faster. I've been connecting to a lot of people. Um, I have like just an amazing manager who fucking has everything laid out in front of me and mm-hmm. he's just super good at communicating with me like this motherfucker will call me in the middle of nowhere and just like bring tears to my eyes because he's like this is our plan like this is what we got going on right you know like everything is just literally laid out in front of me mm-hmm. and it's up to me to fucking take it or not and it's right. like the only person holding me back would be me and like i'll be fucking damned if i get in my own fucking way because i've been that person before and yeah that's just yeah now i like uh you know it sounds like starting off early starting at 17 not in any way bad in any way, shape, or form, would be bad, but it was very like, not like, not like it was f- selfish in a way. Like this is what you wanted. This is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You wanted to train. You want to do this for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like going through YouTube and Instagram and things like that, I, I'm like, you know, because I creep tough, and I'm like looking at comments and stuff like that. And as you started to, as you become a bigger name, you start to see like, you know, some of the comments on your like your that last Invicta interview, if you go on some of the comments, some, there's like, you know, people that you're inspiring women like all over the place, mm-hmm. men and women who are just mm-hmm. in the industry. Is that something that you even thought about? Like at the beginning, is it something that like kind of pumps you up and continues to push you even further on top of all the, yeah. all the drive that you already have? Yeah, dude, actually like more so recently, I've really been try- been like noticing this. Like I said, I've met a huge pivotal moment in my life and um, I know that so many people look up to me like mm. my friend Gabby like my roommate man the other night she's like we kind of she like broke it down to me she's like dude like I have looked up to you like you didn't even know me and I know who you were like I was living in Susanville still like training and I just moved here and she was like I was watching your videos she right. was just like I was I was just so moved and inspired by you and there's so many people who are like that who tell me all these things and and like I am more so trying to like embrace that more because mm. it's hard to believe, yeah. But I really want to be able to fill those shoes, and I want to be that person that people look up to because I didn't have that as a child. Like mm. I, I, you know, I grew up with in a household of addicts, and you know who has it? I'm white. It's part of it's part of the process. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Whatever. Poor you know? white heroin yeah. down. Hey, yeah. hey, bet you know. What yeah. I'm saying? It's like all right, whatever. But you know, um, 
yeah, like I'm, I just really want to, I want to, I want to be that person that like I could have had mm-hmm. when I was younger. Like and I, I, I could have, I, I want to be that hero that I needed. You know what I'm saying? You and have to, you bar. have to embrace it too. Yeah. Bar. Bang, bar. bang. <laughs> um, you have to embrace it too, because is your friend Gabby a fighter? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, have you had other people who reach out to you that are not fighters? Not fighters, fighters. Yeah. Like tons of people. Like, cause like if you, if you look, we, we were fucking making jokes about it on our episode, uh, Eddie, but if you look literally at the last 70 years of what women have done, the rapid progress of women breaching into places that they've never been before is faster than any other. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, African-Americans, black people are at the forefront of this topic, mm-hmm. but it's been hundreds of years of slow, slow, slow progression. Yeah. And, you know, you know, women, like, they don't talk about it, but, you know, just 70 years, they were damn near at a place of... Yeah slavery and it did there was damn near no progress for hundreds if not thousands depending on how back far back you want to go with how much evidence you can find and now you have women that are breaching into every aspect of the workplace you know like i work in a warehouse and i've seen the the best operations that i've ever run in are diverse with women and men and women are starting to get this strength and this confidence to kind of kick down these doors that have been sealed shut for them And you're a type of person who has walked into a category that is, without a doubt, the most man-driven, combat, masculine-driven type of thing forever. Mm -hmm. Forever. You know what I mean? So now you you see women that are like, if you can walk into a ring and beat the living shit out of someone in a completely vetted, man-driven industry... Um, and do something that's against the social norm, if you would, for a woman. It's getting better, but it would have been against the social norm. And I feel like you have to be empowering women to just like, how many people are walking into corporate offices and things like that? Like, I'm going to go in and yeah. punch this dude in the face, yeah. figuratively. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's got to be that's got to be huge. So, in my personal opinion, you gotta you gotta open your arms to that and your oh, heart definitely. to that, like, because that's oh, for sure. that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, and like I was, I, I've kind of been making this connection like recently too, like. As a kid, like I was, I was kind of a troublemaker, and I've always been like super rebellious, and mm-hmm. like, and like it was so natural. Like being rebellious was just super natural to me. And like right. someone would tell me something, my teachers would tell me something, and I would just naturally be like, no, <laughs> like right, you know what right. I mean. But uh, in a sense, I feel like my rebelliousness has truly gotten me to where I am. Like mm-hmm. you know, society tells you to get a job, work a nine to five, pay your bills, and die. And I, I'm just like, fuck that. Like right, <laughs> I'd right. fucking kill myself. I would fucking kill myself. Like, and the thing is, like I, I'm not hating at people at all who are on that daily grind doing that nine to five. Maybe that's what they want to do or I understand they got families and shit like that's just that is what it is but I'm not cut out for it I'm not cut out for it right. I can't do it but you found a way to rebel that's like off the beaten path not the wrong path exactly right so someone can even be sitting in the nine to five right and they can bring their own type of rebellion which is really like that's just lack of a better term but going against the social norm right, right, right. or the way that it's been paved out yeah, for them pushing limits and continue yeah. to go in the For same sure. direction of success. Mm-hmm. That shit is badass, which is what women need more than ever, especially when COVID hit and everyone's like sitting at home and mm-hmm. you got a lot of like shaming and people got yeah. them Twitter fingers and stuff like that. Uh, that that's 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 wild. So I think pff, you get you got to fight before COVID's yeah. over. You're going to have to. Yeah. Going against the grain is probably the one thing that like inhibits growth the most, to be honest. Agreed. I mean, just because it, it's going to test every aspect of you. I mean, mm-hmm. going against the grain, you're, you're swimming uphill. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah, I said that entirely wrong. Battle. but Yeah. Um, and like, it's like we talked about it a little bit last time, like success, like as it comes, like the more you grow, I guess like there's this part of you that like expects things to get easier mm-hmm. and it doesn't. Right. If anything, 
challenges get bigger, everything gets bigger, all the hills you got to climb are bigger, but you just got to hope that you were built strong enough yeah. now compared right. to when you started that these challenges, these obstacles right. aren't nearly as difficult as they would have been for who you used to be. You yeah, know? become so battle-tested. Yeah. Your obstacles grow with you. I feel mm-hmm. like the further you get in your career, the bigger the fights, the bigger the competition, mm-hmm. the better the competition, obviously, and same with any aspect, you know? Yeah, people sometimes break under that pressure and, like, you know, they, they find themselves in that fire and they either get burned or they become, you know, forged by it. And yeah. They're able to carry on to the next one, you know? And most people will burn in the fire due to their own psyche. Dude, the mental, like, your your mental state is, a, it can be a prison sometimes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's all mental. It's yeah. all fucking, it's all in your fucking head. Right. The thing is, I, I feel like I have really dialed down what are the lies in my head and what is the truth you know what i'm saying like if i have these doubts in my head i'm like i'm literally sitting there like you're lying stupid like right. what the, you stupid like <laughs> shut your ass up up there you dumb you know what i'm saying but you can quiet yourself yeah exactly yeah and, yeah you know you just have to put you know it's crazy because like i see this i have this crazy thing all right like more so i've been re- i've been seeing lately like i'll be running at the gym on the treadmill and like in front of, at my gym and on the treadmill there's nothing but a fucking brick wall a big white brick wall nothing on it no pictures no nothing Mm -hmm. just a fucking brick wall and me and my motherfucking thoughts and i just like have these i'm telling you i have these visions of Mm -hmm. just like my future and it's like and i was telling a friend of mine the other day i was like dude the 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 visions you have and like the dreams you have those aren't just like little things like that's your future self like reaching out to you like that's it's up to you to get it you know and like these visions i have are just so fucking vivid man and it's like these they they just drive me yeah manifestation is crazy a lot of people a lot of people who are very very successful they'll talk about taking 10 to 15 minutes just sitting in a quiet room and just Mm -hmm. literally thinking and manifesting on Mm -hmm. your future self because it's a fucking constant chase like you said it takes 10 years to do it fucking overnight yeah people don't talk about the 10 years leading up to the fucking they want it now they don't want they don't you know they just they don't want the the hard work i guess but there's so much like you get so much out of the hard work and like you have to really love something so fucking much to do it for 10 years or plus you know what i'm saying you can't just like if I hated fighting, I would have been like, I'm just to do it for a couple of years and quit if I don't make it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just love it so much, right. and it just comes so natural to me. I fucking, it's just I think about it all day long. Yeah. There's n- I can't shut my mind off from it. It's right. just, and it's not that I try to think about it. It's just like my mind is just it's always on fighting. Like I'm in the fucking grocery store shadow boxing in the <laughs> deli aisle. I don't fucking know. It's weird. <laughs> you see me over here? I'm, I'm crazy, man. I know. I know this. I'm aware. Yeah, security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's broken like five jars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clean up my mouth. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you sit in like you sit in like the most isolated sport, if you would, right? Mm-hmm. Get locked in a cage yeah. and it's one on one. And we're talking about isolation with COVID and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like um, a lot of people don't see behind the scenes once you leave, yeah. right? Besides like quick little interviews or something like that. So you know, like how important. And what, how important is your support system that you have as you're going through this? And like, what is, what is, yeah. and who is your support system going through this? Yeah, dude, the support system is everything. And like I said, again, like I've been really figuring out a lot of shit, you know, what I need to be as a fighter and a person. And, you know, I have this, this fucking friend of mine, uh, John Poole, he's kind of been like my therapist, like, uh, you know, helping me like a lot of mental health stuff mm-hmm. and we'll sit down and have coffee and this, me and this guy go off for hours and just talk and he's helping me work out so many things in my head and yeah. just untangling all the wires that were fucked up as a kid. You right. know what I mean? So, um, like I, sometimes I put too much of my worth into being a fighter and mm-hmm. like the thing is like, I, I'm more than a fighter and like, I'm, I'm kind of bringing that to fruition. And before I was just like my, if I don't win this fight, like I'm not shit or like, you know, like, I am a fighter and that's all I am like and I just put too much of my self-worth in that and like 
I just have to realize that without fighting, I am a good person. And right. then it's crazy because like after a fight, like sometimes I, like I'm not gonna lie, after my that my last win, I went off the deep end. I was drinking every day, er, like every fucking weekend, like just and I got super out of shape. Wasn't working out a lot and like. Uh, it was just I got really depressed, man. It was a, it comes down from like a super high high. You right. win this fucking fight, and it's like that feeling is just better than any drug you will ever fucking take. Right. It's just euphoric. It's, was it trying insane. to get back to that ecstasy, or was it the fact that you weren't going to feel that for for maybe another maybe ju- of time? maybe just boom? Yeah, you won't. You're not going to feel that. Like, man, I'm in shape. Like, I got you know, you're all cut up right now, and then fuck, I don't have a fight schedule and I feel right. like I don't have anything to focus on and my fight and la la la. But now it's like, I need to focus on being a better person and right. a better fighter. So right. I need to focus, you know, just put my worth in other places of my life instead of just fighting. Like I am a fighter, don't get me wrong, but you know, I'm, I have, I'm a lot more than a fighter. You right, know? right. So I got to realize that. <laughs> you grow as a, you grow as a total human being, the yeah. full package, right? Spiritually, emotionally, physically, sure. cognitively. Mm-hmm. And then the perk of the hard work of growing as a human being is you get to step into the ring and beat the shit out mm-hmm. of another one. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty fair. Yeah. Easier said than done. It yeah. sounds like though. <laughs> For sure. Now who else? I mean, what about the people that you train with? You know what I mean? And then like, you know, like, f- like f- family and different things like that, you know, like, I don't know. I think I think it was me and you who were talking about. There's a lot of people. There's this very strange stigma of, you know, kind of riding the shit out mm-hmm. by yourself, being self-made, and different things like that. And uh, I think uh, I moved up here in December, and I've lived all over the place and uh, for work and for school, and I play ball and and all kinds of different stuff. But coming up here, having no family up here, you know, trying to raise my son, the mm-hmm. only partner person I partner with is my baby mama. And obviously when you co-parent, you don't always see eye to eye, but like isolation and no support, mm-hmm. close quarters, like not having a fucking team is fucking tough, yeah. especially now, mm-hmm. you know, like, so when you went through, when you went to your decline, who, who, who did you lean on? Like, how did you pull yourself out of this black hole after that win? Uh, I mean, honestly, like, once our gym opened back up opened back up like I was like finally it was like kind of like a relief like I could finally get the fuck out of my head and like into the room at least you know like, so this drinking spiral was COVID um it was before COVID I'm not even it was lie. before like, COVID it was right after my fight man I just I when, was was kinda, when was the fight November last November November okay yeah. okay and so oh you so know, you perfectly like slid down the black hole right before the whole fucking yeah. world did but then the world That's ended, timing, and then I yeah. slid. It's like, fuck, now Even the world's farther. actually ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy this shit. slide is way <laughs> fucking longer than I thought it was. <laughs> Damn. Ugh. So who'd you lean on? Who's your go-to? Who helped you? You? I, I fucking had to do my... I'm not, I mean, like, to be honest, like, in the yeah. end, like, you have to do your fucking self. And, right. and that's why I feel like I have really made some fucking strides recently because I fucking had to pull myself out of that shit. And, I mean, like, yeah, I had other people, but when it comes down to it, it really is just... It's you, it's you versus you all the time. So you change your mindset. Again, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think she, she, <laughs> she almost said exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. You change your mindset. When you changed your mindset, did you feel like the help of, like, your teammates, family, friends started to gravitate to you harder when you kind of changed yeah. your mindset oh, yeah. and you kind of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like you're manifesting it. Like if you, if you try to live and, and act positively and you know, it w- it was a long road to get out of that dark spot. And you know, hopefully next time when another rough time comes, I'm stronger right. and I'm able to handle it better, which I trust myself to be. So, um, yeah, I mean, once you just fucking and like just to get around your teammates, man, around these people who you fucking truly like love, like there's I, there's people in that gym like I would lay down my life for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if it came down to it, like you, it's just it, 
it's just nice to be I'm, right. I'm sure everyone's going through a hard time so it's, it was just nice to get the fuck out of there and like kind of get the ball rolling again then boom get a fight but then it didn't work out but right and then once I got out of that I so many more windows just opened up and and then again it was just my mind it was my mind that's all it is your mind is a fucking prison sometimes and yeah you know all about yeah. that prison. Fucking A. There's that shit prison everywhere. Shit, shit everywhere. Shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking had to quit. There was no shit. There's shit everywhere. There's fucking I shit everywhere. I can't fucking do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, like, is this like a prison for like primates? Like, they're just flinging <laughs> shit they everywhere? They might as fucking well be fucking animals up in there. Big old Joe Rogan knuckle dragon yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> you asked me last off. time if like the reason like we kind of started gravitating towards fighters was like a plan or not, but... That I think what Autumn just said like perfectly lays out like that mindset of just like you're constantly facing challenges yeah. nonstop and whether or not you keep going after a failure or a success mm-hmm. right. should not mold you, you know, in any way, right. shape, yeah. or form. Like success or failure should not mold you in any way. It's only should ever be a lesson, you know, just change direction, change your path and keep going forward. Mm-hmm. So I think that just perfectly embodies everything, like being able to bounce back and like understand like no one's gonna save you until you save yourself. No doubt. Uh, Right. It's up to you, always. Yeah. yeah, that's badass. I feel yeah, like you said, like having that win and that that ecstasy of the win, like you kind of forget about you forget about the process. Yeah, you know the growth is in the process, and then the task at yeah. the end of the line is the reward. Yeah, or the lesson. Yeah. Oh, well, the thing with like the su- success molding you too. Um, one of the quotes my mentor actually told me is that um, as things started getting better with the business, even too, it's just like money started coming in, things started going great. Um, his, his thing was some of that casual flex. Casual flex. I got a lot of money. No, 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 no. Nigga pulled up in an Audi. No, I drive a fucking Kia Soul. I'm like, yeah, no, it's fucking dope, bro. Sick, hella sick. Catch me in nine years and seven months, and this podcast pops off. So, my mentor, yeah, my mentor, great guy. You know, good, good leader. But his bar was just like, he goes, you can't let the sorry, you can't let the life that hard work gave you, the freedoms that hard work gave you, distract you from working hard. Mm. Like you've only made it this far because you put in this much effort. If you start relaxing now, now that you've actually started making progress, you're stagnant again. You know, success doesn't mean you get to stop working. If anything, it's now you have to work even harder and do bigger things than you did last time in order to make any kind of uh, growth. There's literally no satisfaction unless unless you're growing, I feel like. Like, is, yeah. if you feel stagnant, you're like, dog, what the fuck am I doing? Like, right. And that was my problem with fighting. Like, if I wasn't focusing on a fight, I felt like I was stagnant. And so yeah. I'm like, might as well fucking drink and do a bunch of oh, dumb shit this weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think that's what's, so important about, that's what's so important about loving what you do. For and sure. you have to love the actual path as well. Like, just back to that, um, people see these fighters and they see them win. Like, oh, I want to do that. You don't understand that in order to get in that cage, you have a couple years worth of working every single fucking day, countless times getting punched in the goddamn face, getting right. beat up, bruised, broken, injuries, all that stuff that comes with it for that moment. Right. You know, People think like, oh, like they just fought for 25 minutes. No, 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 no. They've been working on that craft yeah. for the last five years and 25 minutes. Right. Like it's not just a one, it's not just a show. Yeah. It's all the pre-production that goes into that show, into that final product. You see the people who have the mentality, like JJ's last pro fight, he went down to Vegas and he won in 23 seconds, I believe nice. it was. Yo, I watched that fight. That was fucking nuts. That fucking nice. poor guy, dude. He Yo, threw that hook to head and I was the just commentators, like... commentators... Yeah. They're like, sure. We're even They're roasting like, them, too. Uh, it's yeah. like, we don't think this guy should have this... been in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, JJ's man. fighting for BLM, beating up this white boy, this poor kid. <laughs> no, yeah, that was... that was. But what he said to me was like... to him. He was man. like, after I won, it. yeah, shout out JJ. You're a fucking savage. And uh, that podcast will go... I'm, I can't wait, because that podcast will go... He'll be like famous, and I'm going to pull that mm-hmm. podcast up. be like, blackmail. <laughs> I'll 
I'll take those ringside tickets, pimp. For real. But He's no. like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't I do that like 10 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> uh, People don't forget. But no. <laughs> he came in here and he was like, man, right when I was done, I won the fight and I went in uh, and me and my trainer uh, worked out for like two hours. He started hitting mitts because mm-hmm. he's like, I wanted more, you know? Yeah, like, dude. When people have that correct mindset that like, he uh, he worked to get to that fight, but it was strange almost. I don't know if it's an analogy of work, but he was fighting like he was trying to fight through that fight. Mm-hmm. Like he had his mind not past him. He was focused on his fight, but he was not stopping there yeah. in any way, the shape, momentum. or form. He wanted yeah. to keep the momentum. He enjoyed the win, but yeah. but he kept he kept pushing. Even even like you, yeah, you you learn from even wins. Like even that like when you what we just watched on the computer. Like I was like, damn, I could have done better. Like right. you know, just like little things like that. Like you, sh- any champion, like the work is never done. You know what I'm saying? Like we're right. always trying to better ourselves or work through something or just fucking get better. Like right. it's it's like an obsession. It truly is a fucking obsession. You're yeah. over here punching, punch shit on the. You know, it's like it's Absolutely. your mind just doesn't shut off on that. I don't think we can use that YouTube video though because it literally looked like a bantam fighting someone. Like it was that yeah. was like a fucking <laughs> cockfight. I was bullied your way through that fight. Like, that was it. Just looked. Up, what you did to her. A lot of teen angst so coming out of that fight. Good God, like I bet you she was like fucking crying in the locker room. Like she probably hates her dad and fucking like. That should have been like on the world star. Damn, yeah. you're gonna take it there. That second hook, you oh, look yeah. like. And I know you don't. I saw a picture of it. You shouting out your pops and your family, which I think is dope on your page. But it looked that right, that second right hook looked like you hit that bitch with daddy issues. Like it just looked. Just, oh, sure, yeah. Boom! Yeah. I was just like, oh, that this was is, it. That was this it. Is bigger than you. <laughs> than you <laughs> i told you i'd make it yeah <laughs> i think it, i think my dad like 27 years ago to go get a pack of cigarettes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the liquor store's just down the street the ref's like yo <laughs> <get off." laughs> hey, po- hey police, police. <laughs> don't forget the fucking the mouthpiece throw too at the end i believe yeah, you did. that uh-huh. was that swag. was dope as fuck yeah, yeah. swag me out yeah. Yeah. but I, I think it's hyper focused in fighting but i think uh uh it's hyper focused in fighting, but it can go to any category in life. But I think what's, I think, I mean, you must love wearing till the veins runs dry because exactly what we're talking about. Like, as long as you're, as there's blood pumping through your body, and you see the people who are very successful, that it is an endless mission. Like you are yeah. chasing an endless goal. There is no finish line, yeah, right? And no. that's that's the gl- that's the glory. Not knowing where the finish line is, you can run as fast as you possibly yeah. can because it can sh- the race can end at any moment mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think that's I mean just the whole episode pretty much that we've done so far kind of manifests like till the veins runs dry, sure. and I think it's dope that you found a hyper focus that's in fighting, but I also think it's extremely smart that you continue to keep your eyes on the general population mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. of any category of human being who is just trying to chase their goal whether they yeah. do want to climb the corporate ladder or they want to fucking beat the shit out of amanda nunez in a couple years mm-hmm. you know what i mean like both are uh, i think both take the same potion you know it's the same exact equation it's just how you how you apply it to the problem mm-hmm. you know so when i mean other than the fact that those things are are dope you must be happy, like, repping something like that, like a message like that. Yeah, you know, I'm, j- I'm just trying to be – I'm not even trying – you know, I'm just authentic. I'm 100% myself, and, you know, I think if anything, like, if people are going to put on a front and, and you just act like something they're not, it's just – you're just not staying true to yourself, and I'm not just – I'm just – I heard just living my true fucking self, like, mm-hmm. trying to live my full potential. And, yeah. you know, of course I could be better, and, you know, I, it's constant work, like you said, and I want to be better every day, and I'm making little adjustments every day, and it's just th- – my true self is being the best fighter person I could possibly be while right. inspiring others, you know. 
So I think it, I, I think I think you do do that. I think everyone should go on YouTube and watch that walk with Autumn Norton mm, interview. That, one that fucking poor dude, by the way, was holding the That's phone. That's my like, boy. I'll, I was, don't know. <laughs> it was a camera. It was like a big ass camera. Okay, actually, I was gonna yeah. say his shoulder <laughs> must have been burning. Yeah, he's like, damn, my arms tired. Yeah, because <laughs> he was like, we're gonna do a walk, and I looked at it like twenty minutes. I was like, bro, yeah, I couldn't even hold a pencil out that fucking long. But you, the beginning of the interview. Is structure is there's structure to it? Yeah. You can tell, and then uh, you kind of see yourself like break into just like normality, which I think is dope and important for people to see when he asks you like, like what's your favorite food? And it be the all formal drops. You're like fucking sushi, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're yeah. like sponsor me, whatever spot you want. Yeah. You know? <laughs> fucking made me laugh. And then you guys were like walking down. I think it was on Virginia. You guys were walking down Virginia. You guys were, like right by the arc, and you guys were like, I made that joke about the 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 bulldogs and like you yeah. were like fucking baby bulldogs oh, so like cute. oh they're so cute God. you know what i mean like just seeing uh seeing normality yeah. you know what i mean and people that are are i don't i mean you're you're at a point now where you you're not you're not better than anyone else mm-hmm. right right but you're looked at as a beacon of someone who has elevated themselves to a higher point than most other people Definitely. right everyone can get there which mm-hmm. makes you not better than them but right. at this moment in time you've elevated farther yeah. and it's good for people to see normality yeah you know like sure. a normal human normal, normal human mm-hmm. being you know like they think it's just some extraterrestrial people out here doing amazing mm-hmm. shit and it's really like nah dude it's like this is just hard work and correct fucking consistency man right. you we know? S- it's not perfect it's not perfection but you know it's just fucking every time you fall down just get the fuck back up dude you know devil's advocate to that i think like that exact same mindset happened like at a young age when you realize like you know when you realize your parents are human beings like once you get like 13 14 yeah. you're just like they're still your hero but you're like oh yeah my fucking mom can't park a car yeah. worth the shit you know what you I'm make saying? hell of mistakes like, yeah exactly bro but it's just like <laughs> burnt mac so, and cheese at the bottom of this pot you so, suck <laughs> so, <laughs> so for that like it didn't it didn't kill yeah. my heroes for me like i wasn't like discouraged like damn like everyone i look up to is flawed it was more mm-hmm. just like my flaws aren't going to hold me back to being my own hero or if not someone else's hero. Right. It was more encouraging than anything. It's just like heroes fuck up too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like even the people who are super successful, they fuck up right. constantly. Right. And most of the times it's just how they react to those fuck ups and if they keep going or not or they let fuck up stop them that right. turns them into that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's a beautiful thing that's being exposed more that, you know, the heroes that we're looking up to more and more um, aren't a symbol of perfection. Mm. You know, and I think that's very, very important. You know, like mm-hmm. we did have the heroes like back in the day. Like I always kind of use the joke of uh, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, like when Kate, when Bruce back in the day was running in the Olympics, he was God. Mm. He was the perfect, could not be more perfect. He was the fucking man, the myth, mm. the legend. And it was just such a shock to human beings when he kind of, you know, when he made a decision that bettered his own life. You know, but when you have this like symbol of perfection as these are our heroes, mm-hmm. I think it's falsified and it's going to let more people down than bring people up. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And I also wanted to, <laughs> I was happy to see normality because I'm sure a lot of people look at you as like a, a badass yeah, fighter. Constantly. But I was literally like one day in and I was, I swear, I was sitting here, I was like, this chick's a fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Straight, straight up. <laughs> and you know what sealed the deal for me? Today I was like doing my last minute stuff and I fucking went on your story on Instagram. Oh no. And there was a fucking video of uh Oh my god, dude. Christopher Walken <laughs> dancing to fucking blow, blow the, the whistle, whistle by yeah. Too Short. <laughs> 
And I literally saw that, that and hilarious. I was like, I started fucking dying laughing. I sent it to my sister. I sent it to my homies and stuff like that. And then I realized, I was like, this is something that like me and like a bunch of goofy buddies would sit down and laugh about. And I was like, you got this like extreme yeah. Invicta badass chick who just beats the shit out of girls with corn rolls all the time. And I like saw that and I'm like, Ah, uh, <laughs> you are a fucking, you're a yeah, fucking just as much of a dork as everybody else. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel people like talk to you differently or treat you differently sometimes because of it? Like because I'm a fighter? Yeah. Oh yeah, like at first, yeah, definitely. And at first, and I am a lot of people who like first meet me, they they do know that I'm a fighter, and they create this image in their head like, oh, she's mm-hmm. just someone who walks around like a fighter. A lot of people are surprised by my voice. Because mm. I have a very soft voice, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "What you think I just sound like DMX all the time? Like, what, <laughs> what do you want? You are, what do you mean? I mean, you, you. I mean, I'm not saying you hit it spiritually. I'm not I'm not I'm <laughs> DMX. I be DMX. You know what I'm saying? That's me up in here. What's your What's your spirit animal like? DMX. Stop. And she starts talking. You start talking. It's like maybe a little bow wow. I can see that, but like I don't know. What? I'm hella gangster. Yeah, yeah. You got fucking Bieber voice, but DMX soul. Like I get it. Are you, you hit it you hit it on the head when you were like 15 year old boy and then you said something else and I'm like yeah, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I can catch that I can catch that <laughs> that is hella funny Damn. but what was your question though do people talk people, like, and treat how, you how do people treat you differently like, when they find you're a fighter like how long does it take them to like warm up to the idea that you're just another human being um, like mm, I don't know at first like it, it takes a little bit I guess because a lot of people do they know they find out I'm a fighter and then they see my Instagram or something and they meet me in person and then all they talk about is fighting with me. And, like, mm. that's that's cool with me. It's fine. I love talking about fighting. I can talk about it all day. But sometimes I'm like, damn, yo, I don't want to talk about work. Like, mm. I'll ask them, about, like, what's your job like? What do you do? Construction now? How's that going? They're like, what? Mm. I don't talk about that. Like, dude, yeah. it's like my yeah, job, you know. Day. But I don't mind it. And I, I, I'm kind to everyone, you know. But uh, And then they, they do realize, like, oh, shit, she's, like, hella funny. Like, chill. Mm. And, like, you know. I'm like, I know. I'm just perfect <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, not a fucking big deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking <laughs> gag me, by the way. <laughs> She <laughs> she had to take that fucking beanie off because her head got big real quick. <laughs> Fuck around and check that bald spot, team. I'm playing. Oh, my fucking God. She's like, yeah, remember what you said earlier? That shit's right. <laughs> I'm bad. That's okay, right, that's, that's right. right. You right, you right. Do you ever get, like, sized up, like, just, like, in social settings, like, you ever, like, see, like, girls' boyfriends, like, getting nervous around you or anything? Oh, yeah. Just, like, yeah. like, the insecurity kicks oh, yeah. in, just, like... Do well back in like fourth grade. Like I went to karate. I, like I know a yeah. couple of things. Like or you get like that they, male ego. They try ego to relate or? to me in that way sometimes. Mm. Like oh, I have a brown belt Krav Maga. I'm oh like, man, that's I'm like different worlds. I don't, I'm like oh, that's cool, you know. But I'm back on. I was like, they're the same, homie. They're the same. Krav Maga oh guys, like guys, do guys. That. Either guys are either repulsed by me or they just mm. like want to immediately just like take me home. <laughs> I'm like, there's no happy medium. There's Dude, no happy medium. Because I was literally about to say when you were like guys sizing you up and like oh i used to do this like if megan anderson walked in here i'd been like i would i would be super down to let you super beat the down. shit out of me yeah <laughs> like please do <laughs> like yeah, i don't know it gets weird listen i don't tap listen. bitch wrap me up <laughs> you feel me like you should see my inbox right now that she goes indian dudes they love fighter chicks That's oh, funny, but oh like, people must be sliding in your dms they see you like someone lock someone's head between their legs shit. and they're literally asking like, me for pictures of my feet and shit i'm like dog you do not want to see these things i'm telling you Ooh, like, follow question that was a massive weird, jump <laughs> that was a massive <laughs> jump you're fucking like you she's like yo you fight well what's up with those toes though dude the fight world is weird i'm telling you that's just a that's that's a woman's that's a woman's world that i'll never understand (laughs) what's the weirdest dm you've ever got oh let's get some um uh, this guy asking for my used training stuff 
That's a fuck. Oh That's my a thing. god. Uh, listen, UFC fighters, like female ones, will send it out and sell it. They sell it. Right. Guys right. will pay weird fucking weirdos will just yeah. buy it from them for hundreds of dollars. I'm like. I had a homegirl in college. When it was like 2011. You remember when Chat Roulette was lit? Oh. It was like the, the most disgusting, perverted. Yeah. yeah, lots yeah, of dicks. Like, lots yeah, of dicks. Well, this homegirl's like, yeah, I'm trying to make some money, whoopty woo, and like, sh- she started like, we started selling like her panties and socks and sweaters and shirts and shit, and fools would just be like, or they'd send her something, mm-hmm. they'd be like, yo, I sent you this, like, these pair of socks, wear them, I'll and give you like $500 and send them back, mm-hmm. and she's like, this is repulsive, I'm like, nigga, it's $500, you need to do that shit right now. Like, yo, I'll wear those. They're 3,000 <laughs> miles away. <laughs> She's like, it's objectification. I'm like, we can we can buy objectification with five hundred dollars. Because I'm in college. I'm like, let's do this. Seventy thirty, bitch. I will ship that. I work for FedEx. What's good? Do you want to be objectified here tonight, or do you want to go to Red Lobster and be objectified? Because either way, like, you know, it's gonna happen. You already know I'm going. You already know I'm going to Applebee's. Shout out Applebee's. I've been trying to get. I've been trying to get a sponsorship for like five years now. I like Applebee's. I'm I'm like dumbass faithful to Applebee's. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, shit. This was about to like get some money over Applebee's. I'm like I'm like shit. first. I'm look first. Look at his eyes. You're not, <laughs> yo, he's salivating right now. <laughs> <laughs> you want a napkin or what? Like, hey, don't be don't be hanging off like Applebee's. Like, oh, damn, dude. That's like, fucking. You guys are preaching like loyalty to all Buffalo your bacon. bullshit. Buffalo I say bacon one sliders. thing I'm passionate about. <laughs> guys like creep creep. <laughs> I'm over here like till the veins run dry. I'll be at Applebee's happy hour. Like, till the veins run dry. All right, well, you guys fucking got me fucked up. I have another random question. Who the fuck is that Tarzan, absolutely gorgeous looking naked motherfucker that's always at the Invictus weigh-ins? Oh, I've got Elias Thredeau. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's like he was a UFC fighter, and yeah, now I think he still fights, but he works for Invicta. Does the Card holding and stuff. So he does. He does in the round, like yeah, does rounds. Yeah, the guy card holder. So it's multi sex. So that's what yeah. he's like replacing because it's, it's, it's usually the chicks. Yeah, it's a women's fight promotion. It's like let's get a guy card. Holder. He got me the first time. I was like, what is this naked motherfucker doing? <laughs> and like after the second win, I saw him like, all right, he's get beautiful. it. Like you're all, hey, you want to go to Applebee's? Yeah, just <laughs> Tarzan looking motherfucker. I'm like, you know where happy hour is at right now? I do. Meet me at Kitsky, bro. That might be weird. I don't know if I should edit that. I'm going to leave that in. I'm going to leave that in. (laughs) Fucking, I fell in love with that motherfucker. So you're turned on by women fighters, but also the ring card boy. Mm, You might be able to get it too. I'm just fucking, I'm just going through a lot emotionally right now. I just want to be there, honestly. I'm not really, yeah. I just want to go to an event, to be honest. Undeclared, undeclared. You know what I mean? Just like get the shit beat out of me by Megan Anderson, like come out bleeding and like look at the ring guy like, what's up, bro? What are you doing later? I'm I'm solid. There's so much confusion. There's so much confusion. But I'll figure it out one of these days. Till the veins run dry, I'm going to fucking try to figure this thing out. I just might not watch Invictus during COVID anymore, to be honest with you. So you don't know when your next fight's going to be, huh? No. Are you guys drawing out contracts and stuff like that, or is Uh, it just kind of on a halt? I just kind of told my manager, like, like I just kind of want to kick it for a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Having the pressure of a fight camp can be, like, kind of, not overbearing, but just, like, my mind was just racing for so long, and then two fights kind of built, like, didn't work out, so... I just kind of want to work some shit out, train and grow right now. Mm-hmm. And around the beginning of the year, I'll get to have a fight, so I'll be ready. What's, like, the main thing that you're working on right now? 
Like, fight-wise? Am I not, I'm not giving any tips away to your next opponent over here, am I? No. Okay, Shit, good. you could anyways. There <laughs> it is. There it is. Just talk that shit. Let's go. Shit, <laughs> whatever. I'll let my next opponent train with me. I don't care. Hard to be yeah. humble when you're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, like, a lot, of, a lot of things are just really coming together right now. Like, I got this boxing potion sack, and he's we're tuning up a lot of stuff. That A lot of, like, holes I've been missing, and um, it's just nice to get different looks. I want – right now, I want – different looks from everywhere i can possibly get it and i think sometimes when you train with the same people you just get really stagnant you know so right. get those fresh looks go everywhere meet new people and it gets keeps your creativity flowing and i just want to fucking grow right now which i am and i, I just, i'm embracing it right that's so. dope as fuck do you think you'll ever train with eddie I'm sure because Cam is about to live there. We're gonna start stretching. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> coming, will, I'll come to the house if you guys just need somebody to beat the shit out of. I'm always down <laughs> to tussle, but I'm gonna need to watch that immediately. Yeah, dude, no, it's definitely me. Dumb, mad glad like uh, my stand-up game is lit though. Don't get it twisted. I can throw these hands, I but just, right now maybe for only about 15 seconds. We're going to the ground every time, though, dude. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I going physical confident, but like, um, right. you know, we won't even have me in a hold. I'll tap out. I, mean, <laughs> I literally need a fucking hostess cupcake and some Adderall. Like I'm freaking out. <laughs> <Some Adderall. laughs> Get the fuck off me. Oh, it's crazy. So you got a place on the 15th, and you're gonna throw some mats in there, and it's about to get hyphy. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, basically, it turned out really good because a uh, business partner and one of our fighters and a good friend are all moving in together. Nice. Uh, everything just worked out perfectly. Time worked out perfectly. The house is huge. It's like a open violent space. frat house. Love so it. Love that shit. That's a more structured frat house. Yeah. <laughs> more structured yeah, more frat structure. house. So it's really cool just because uh, Cam, Business Martin, and Jesse, they're all you know, they're all grown ass men. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they're all have their goals in mind. None of them are out here partying, wilding out. Everyone's yes, very, yes. very focused yes, on what they yes. want. So being around other people who are very creative, mm -hmm. constructive, disciplined, That's I think. Everything. That's everything. Exactly. You, I are, think you are your environment. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So if I can surround myself with people who are constantly working on themselves, constantly working out, yeah. like, if we can wake up and get some 5 a.m. runs, and all they do is knock on the door next to me, and I got a partner, and like, oh, even better. Yeah. I sleep until 5.05, he's knocking on my door, like, perfect. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm mad, mad mm -hmm. stoked to be able to work, like, really close with Cam mm -hmm. next, I think, Signed for a year, so yeah. I know. Man, dude, Definitely I was freaking thinking about camp too. I was like, because <clears throat> he's working that full time job, and I was like, mm -hmm. I texted him this one day, and I was like, dude, like I've been thinking, I was like, you need to quit your job. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. you need to train full time and focus on training, because like I was like, you you can hella do it. You just gotta trust yourself enough to handle it. And he was like. I just put him out of week. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I can. I was like, and then he told me yesterday he was moving with me. I was like, yes. I was like, yeah, love him, dude. Mad excited. If you have people that need a job but want to work out full time, you should legit send them my way. Because right. the, I did it with JJ. No, Cam is working at FedEx. He must. If he's, he just. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, he's. Nice. Well, damn, shit. Yes. Well, look, you'll meet him soon enough regardless. Well, I'm not working on the preload, but my homie oh, okay, runs okay. the preload. I run the outbound. Mm. So my is shift doing, is like. like yeah, he's doing nice. like super yeah. part time nice. so you can train nice. more. My sort runs from like fucking noon to like one in the morning you don't want to work mine but the morning shift like jj is a manager there you know you'll start at like 3 30 in the morning and you'll be done at 8 30 right mm -hmm. so if as long as you properly sleep and you get to bed early but you have all day mm -hmm. right and so you can still work a part-time job and continue to train that's what i was yeah. doing when i was boxing and whenever i've done i've when i, I worked preload for seven years and i was always able to have different endeavors during the day because yeah. it wouldn't be a massive time crunch yeah yeah 
And that's, uh, I think it's fucking dope. So if there's any way that I could help with an outlet for nice, nice. your peeps to keep some money in their pocket and train full time so I can no, come absolutely. to your guys' frat house and watch you guys beat the shit out of Yo, each other. <laughs> I'm fucking game. Like, you'll see me. I'll be like, I'll be, I guarantee, bro, give me three give me three weeks. And I'll be like, all the other fighters, I'll be like, catching ones. Like, all right, let's like betting on the side and shit like that. He's a hustler. He's I'll be nicknaming her the Bantam in the house. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Yo, you see, they're, they're betting on the election. Oh, my oh, I bet. God. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I was a, that's a fucking, sh- yeah. Woof, that's a shit show. Hey, what can you do? What can you do, right? 2020. 20. Ain't nothing surprise anymore. Yeah, for real. They could be, yeah, they could be like, Kanye won. I'd be like, yeah, you probably right. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, yeah, like, honestly, uh, it might be the most rational decision at this point. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Well, I'm sitting here at, uh, uh, I'm sitting here at two hours, guys. I'm going to fucking kick you guys out of my place, but I cannot think. Eddie, thank you for this introduction, by the way. Yeah, Autumn, thank absolutely. you so much for coming. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm very flattered. It's pretty cool to have a pro fighter come sit in my, we'll call it a studio. Right? Yeah, it's a start. If like anybody it. asks when you leave here, it's fucking decked out. It looks All like right. Joe Rogan's yeah, Joe studio. Rogan's All right. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Don't mind anything Got else. Hand out puppies as souvenirs. Yeah. Right, right. Baby bulldogs, baby bulldogs. <laughs> um, but so, so for the millions of people that are going to listen to this, how many, <laughs> where, where do I find you? Where do we find you? Uh... I don't know. I got fucking social media everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, probably Instagram. That's mm-hmm. my that's my best bet. Sure, so. Autumn Norton MMA. And definitely got to check out those YouTube interviews that you have. Mm-hmm. The Invictus interview is really cool. The Walk and Talk um, with with Autumn Norton is is dope as fuck. Should definitely check that out because it's gonna be crazy. You know, like a uh, couple fights gonna be popping in that UFC. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> have to arrive violently. They're gonna. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like you arrive everywhere violently. <laughs> <laughs> have to you came here to, like that to, <laughs> 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 bitch size me up in two minutes he a little soft i got him <laughs> well uh can't appreciate it enough and then also make sure uh you know everything's tagged on on my instagram and all my social media that you're checking out sure. to the veins run dry and rocking your gear if i had cameras i'd be rocking mine too i actually <laughs> might i might need one of those it's black tight, ones huh? those ones are dope as fuck and then Eddie, you're fucking old news, bro. Times two here. <laughs> yeah, we seasoned, seasoned. No, no, no. I appreciate I appreciate you coming on, man. And and introduction Always is fun, man. Yeah. Introduction is important, man. And introducing me to these people is is dope. And anyone who's doing what you're doing with the mm. with the goal that you're doing is always welcome, either on my podcast, in my home, or in my circle. All right, guys. Well, we're out of here. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>